0: Welcome to TLDR. I am Luke and I am joined as always by my co-host Tony. How are we today, Tony? Hello, I'm, I'm good, thank You're you. Good, excellent, excellent. So two weeks ago, we, we did an episode where we just talked about what we thought about the previous three Mass Effect games. But in the last fortnight, me and Tony have sat down and we've played a bit of each three of the games, taken some notes. And it's been interesting to reflect on what I thought the games had in them, what they didn't and how they played and how they really play and how they really operate because, yeah. you know, uh, that first game came out so long ago now and i don't have the mass i don't have the shadow broker files in front of me with all uh, the dates and everything on it it was
1: 2007 out. i believe the shadow broker told me that mass effect
0: came out two, two, three, 10 years 2007 10 years ago <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah fair and the wonder the memories have started to fade a little bit over the years yeah all right excellent so i went on for the first game i went back to that first mission because that first mission sucked me into those games straight away i just was yep. like i'm in this is great I love the look of it. I love everything. And playing it again, stuck straight back in again. Okay, started a fresh game. Went through, started picking my character. I loved how they had little in-universe explanations for like the way you look and yeah. your history because the data was corrupted yeah. in the database. So you yeah, could that was very You know, yeah. yeah. Like it really felt like, starting from the beginning, Shepard was my Shepard, the one that I created. It was going to have my personality kind of thing yeah. on it. You know, When you could say um, uh, Sovereign, for the first time in that blurry kind of yeah, image yeah, yeah. you see. And like, what the hell, that's a weird looking ship. That's really alien looking ship right there. You know, and uh, yeah, so going through that first mission and the betrayal of the specters and stuff, like that was a great setup for that game. I was just, was just like ready to dive in. But you know what, you know what stopped me? When well, I got to the Citadel and I went, oh, there's lifts and all mm. that, cause there's a massive dead spot in the Citadel where you just spend, I think anyway, ages just running around the Citadel doing not a lot. A lot of talking, a lot of talking. Yeah, yeah, a lot of talking. Yeah, so that was interesting, just that... that, I can imagine people playing it for the first time, going through that amazing first mission and hitting the Citadel and just going, no, this is not for me.
1: Yeah, so for me, I actually... I'll just give you a quick summary of what I did. So I I actually played them backwards
2: from 3 to 2 to 1. Okay.
1: And I took a leaf out of your book and I said I created a new Vanguard for each game.
2: Oh, okay. So I can actually compare
1: the same class. I'm going to do that as we go through. Okay, excellent. But what I wanted to say was when I picked up with Mass Effect 1, I found a save that I had saved.
0: Oh, yeah? Okay. That
1: the only thing that had been done was the prologue, the Eden Prime mission. Yep. And I had seven hours of playtime in there. So I picked it up when I went and got Rex and I went and got Garrus and I killed Fist and progressed the story for a bit there. Yep. Then I started a brand new game so I could play a Vanguard.
2: Yep.
1: And after about an hour and 20 minutes, yep. I got to the same physical location as that save game. Oh, okay. So there was like another five hours I'd done previously of running around the Citadel, no. collecting quests and Seeing talking to people. people and
0: doing all that stuff. Yeah,
1: reading uh, journal codex entries I'm guessing and trying to find all those little experience point
0: Yeah, like there's little tiny little
1: codex entries that give you experience points all over the place
0: and uh, that now you say that it reminds me of Dragon Age Origins where you get into the Harathi Highlands in that game and it's a huge area yeah, it's the biggest yeah, area of the game and there's yeah. a million little icons to go and collect Yeah. but really you're supposed to come back later and do those piecemeal as you complete the game which maybe they were, they were, they were thinking that with the Citadel like you'd come back and get more quests, not to spend the entire time talking to every single person you can, and which is what I did. Yeah. You, know, you start at one end of the map and you work your way through yeah. talking to every single person going in every single room. And it's just...
1: And then people would come up to you and give you a quest. Yeah, true as well, yeah. yeah. Come on, Shepard, come on, Shepard, can I get your attention? Yeah. That's
0: great.
2: Yeah,
1: And then you'd hear people in conversation as you walk mm. through an area yep. and suddenly you get a new codex entry for a second request yeah just from listening are you, are you eavesdropping on someone else's just conversation? conversation
0: yeah yeah, yeah. this is so much there isn't it there was there was mm. a lot there mm, definitely is there anything else you, like um with that in- intermission is there anything else that really Stood out for you? I so, well, Lee Roy Jenkins this time around. Oh, ah, yeah, that. yeah, Richard L. Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, yep. and he really wants to get into the action. He just can't wait. <laughs> he just can't wait. He yep. Boomed.
1: boom. That was very good. And then buys it. Buys it. Five <laughs> seconds <laughs> in. So, well, I want to talk a little bit how I found the comparison of the games, but yeah. I think we'll probably save that to after we've discussed each game individually. Yeah, sure,
0: definitely, yeah. definitely.
1: So, yeah, I did that. I did the whole tutorial mission with my brand new Vanguard. Yep. And uh, it was much better than I was expecting it to be. The game didn't feel old and dated. So the graphic pop, because I'm playing it on the Xbox, Mm. there was massive graphic pop and I'd forgotten about that. So there were no um, details on the armor. It was just like a gray and black smudge. And then, as the scene would progress, suddenly the lines would come
0: oh, in, and the detail yeah. would come in and it's just so obvious it was very oh, obtrusive okay it looked great on the pc it plays it my monitors um, is a forty four hundred p okay um, monitor so it's so high you had reason.
1: no graphic pop at all
0: no it just boomed straight up, no worries wow. the the one thing about the graphics, though, is that it's got that um, film grain look to it. Yeah, I can't decide if I like it or not. I keep going backwards and forwards whether I think it's a good effect or a bad effect because you can turn it off on the PC. I don't know if you can on the Xbox. You can switch it on and off. Right. So I played a bit with both, but it's definitely stylistic, and I think I left it on in the end, but I'm not sure that I like it still. Okay. <laughs> Even though I say it now. Yeah. I just... Um,
1: uh, yeah, I turned it on, and I fell in love with it all over again. Yeah. I just... The Captain Anderson and uh Ambassador Udina and Admiral Hackett talking about your background yep. while you're standing there looking out the window. Yep. I thought that's just great. Yep. So I remembered that each each one, each choice you make, mm. they have a different response, response to it. To and yeah. The and banter between the banter between your companions. Yes, is really I, really, good. I really felt. Uh, so you didn't like the elevators, whereas I really liked the elevators. Okay.
0: Uh, no, I didn't mind the elevators at all, actually. Like, really. It was more just that going through the Citadel again. I yeah, there's a lot,
1: a lot of time of just story generation. They could have pushed you back out
0: and made you come back into the Citadel a few more times. And to sort of encourage that, kind of breaking it up into multiple goes. Yes. But maybe this is my personality of just when you hit a map, you just start and you just.
1: Yeah, do no. On no, it. see, no. I think. That that really is an aspect of it, it was an, it was a true role playing game.
0: That is it. A good was point. for yeah. people
1: who were all about story and narration. Yeah. And, and okay, we've given you, we've shown you what the combat's going to be like. We've given you a little taste of power. Yeah. You've already gone up three levels in just that tutorial True. mission. Yeah, so yeah. you know how the leveling system's going to work. work. Now we're going to introduce you to all the all the mythos of the area all the different races yeah. and all the stuff that's gone on before. Because
0: I didn't notice it being long the first time I played it. It was only in my subsequent playthroughs. I'm like, maybe because I've already heard the story. So all that part's kind of not.
1: Yes, like, it's fresh not fresh and exciting. Anymore, I did find the codex entry, and I, and I remembered this from the first time I played yeah. it. The Codex entries are so long and there's so many of them. Oh, I just phenomenal. stopped listening to them all.
0: And I get that. that I don't mind so much. I like, I, feel, I, I like that there's so much there. Even if I don't consume it, I yes. like that there's so yes. much. Like, they a, really they put so much right effort in. Really, yeah yeah, done into it, you know. But see, yeah, the lifts are great because you get the banter with the characters, you get the news announcements yep. coming on, you know, and stuff. And I, love, I loved all that stuff. It felt like it was a living world. Definitely. The
1: only bit about the Citadel that made me not – make it feel like a living world Hmm. was that the same NPCs were in the same places all the time. So occasionally people were walking around. There were people walking around and stuff. Yep, yep. And there were new people with stuff to say. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, it... it, I guess... It was done so well that then you noticed the bits that were missing. Missing and stuff. And I always noticed with those big cityscapes... They never have enough people in them to realistically be no, a city. Like, yeah. Never, ever. And I guess you just can't render that many people no, on screen. No, you wouldn't probably. want to. It would be too distracting It would be annoying, well. you know. But, yeah, I guess it's just one of those, those game things you just put up with. Yeah. You know. And that's like, you know, when you're walking around as well, what I noticed straight away was that there's when you have your weapons holstered, there's virtually no UI. you yeah. got a mini-map and that's it. Yep. You just get this beautiful scene of whatever you're looking at uninterrupted. Just. Yep. Gorgeous, And I love that yep. straight away, you know. Um, that was such a smart little move because, you know, the UI always feels a little bit crowded because it's got all the stuff going on around it and you put your weapons away because you, you're not in combat. So you're in like in that role-playing kind of mainframe. You're like, you're yep. relaxing and then boom, all that stuff's gone and I can just enjoy what's going on.
1: And did you work out if holding the run button down out of combat actually makes you go any faster? Uh, it just seemed to change the camera angle for me on the Xbox.
0: Yeah, I don't. That's a good It felt faster. but Yeah, but was it just the camera angle changing? It does or not. Yeah. Because when you start to run... In combat, you get the fatigue thing building up. Yeah, and the way it controls is a little bit different because the matchback has kind of a bit more of a floaty kind of control Yeah, yeah, very different. And I think if it was like that, you'd you'd notice it more in the control. So no, maybe not. Maybe it's like a 1% increase or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not a lot. And there's actually quite a lot of uh, walking around. So the mass transit system, really good. Mm. But, yeah, to see every little corner. So you could actually – because as you talk to people and they told you to go somewhere, that would unlock it in the mass transit. So you could actually – so you might – New playthrough, I didn't walk around at all. I just used the mass transit system to zap everywhere. Yep, yep. And it could zap everywhere really quickly. So yep. maybe that's why there was five hours of gameplay in the previous save where I hadn't. Oh, I'd just been walking around everywhere, Instead which just does take a lot it. of time. There's a lot of places to walk around. There's a lot to look at, isn't mm. there? And then your characters go, hmm. In the background, yeah, which mean talk to me. I've got something to say hey, about this yeah, location. Yeah, yeah more,
0: more, yeah, which is always good as well. It makes yeah, and if you go different people, you get different conversations. Yeah, and stuff so
1: like I really felt like I was there with two other people mm. the whole time. I really did feel that, yeah. even in combat. Mm. There's a couple of times where I was just mucking about uh, in combat, not really achieving anything, and my two teammates had killed all the enemies. Yeah, because I was trying to work out. I was trying to remember how do I use the powers. And oh, yeah. how to work out what the cooldown is, yep. and then yep. oh, everybody's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Whatever a- it is that Caden says. What does he say? Oh. Uh, perimeter clear. Perimeter clear. He kept saying perimeter oh. clear. Oh,
0: Thank okay. You've killed everything. Thank okay. You know, so you're not, apparently the companions aren't completely useless and they do actually. No, do they really
1: damage. were valuable. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't know I need really them. noticed it.
0: Can you go on missions without any companions? Can you go.
1: No, or solo. You always have to choose companions, uh, okay? Okay. Because when you select the mission, you get the yeah companions, and you've got to choose. And that, well, on the Xbox anyway, the button to accept would it's be greyed out, out until out, you fielded, until you're ready to put out the squad. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: I don't know why you want to go by yourself, anyway.
0: I don't know either. I was just just curious if they gave even like consider the option of you wanting to go solo and yeah. like be a real hardcore oh yeah you yeah. know like a really arrogant shepherd who can just do <laughs> it all by himself kind of thing you know yeah. like something like that would be might have been an interesting sort of role-playing thing to go through yeah um yeah i definitely you know some of the things we noticed that we didn't like about it were definitely like the managing weapons and yes ammo oh, yes i did like three of those and i went I'm already bored of this. Yeah, and, and it drops so much. So much oh stuff my. drops so
1: quickly. I know.
0: I'm, I'm like, I've like, barely finished starting a mission. I've already got like a second level upgrade for this thing. Yeah. Like you know.
1: I've got three what? grenade upgrades. I've got four different types of ammo that I can now use. I don't even
0: know which ammo I should be using. Yeah, and of know? course,
1: having every weapon. You've got every weapon, oh, and it just says untrained, if you're untrained in the weapon. That is... Which makes it aim really badly.
0: My pet peeve, I think, with... With that because I like to use a mouse wheel just to go between my two my weapon weapons, yeah. That I want to use, and every time I'd go the wrong direction, and you get my sniper rifle weapon. and you go yeah. wait for it, the animation to finish, and then you yeah. go eh, and he it away and take, which is cool. Like, I like that it animates and stuff, and I don't yeah. mind there's a delay and a, and a penalty in changing weapons. But if I can't use them, yeah, why, why am, am I, I carrying, carrying them? them?
1: Yeah, yeah, like, but I thought they looked cool as I upgraded the weapons, the weapons on my back,
0: the yeah, colors change as well. I like that. That was, but that was nifty as a downside to that. If you want to make your web guy look cool, you got to sacrifice weapons yeah, you, yeah. that you can't yeah. use. It's like, do I give to give a sniper over to Garrus to make him shoot better? Look cool. Yeah, I want to I'm, look cool. I want the orange sniper. for right the next guy. one I get to give it to him. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. It seems like a like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I definitely definitely the gearing wasn't was just, and that's why again like we mentioned, be cool to have like different put different weapons on different you know, companions when you go out into missions and stuff based on what who you're going to be fighting. Like, yes, fight Geth. Yes. Put the anti-Geth weapons on. So off. tedious. That would just be tedious to do that on all your missions to re-scout out your people because as well, when you go to load out you your guys, I don't know who's proficient at what. You have to go into a whole separate UI to find out what they're proficient in, like your companions, and then go, oh, okay, he's a sniper rifle person. Oh, that's right. I need to go give him a good sniper rifle, but... Don't give don't give Garrish a shotgun because he's not going to use it. So I need to give that to you know to Rex, Rex. or whatever. But you got to remember.
1: See, I didn't have a problem with that because I knew where their classes were and I knew what the classes oh, could use. See, I didn't. So I didn't have that. any problem.
0: you see, I didn't, and I was always like, now is Caden stock rifle? No pistols. See, yeah, but I guess the Haley Ashley Ashley. Ashley's assault with rifles. Assault rifle. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. The cutscenes as well. You have your weapons in the cutscene, yes. which is nice as well. Yeah, yeah, Mass Effect One. Yeah. I really like that. Yep. That was nice sort of thing.
1: And I like. Um, and mm. I liked that it threw you in to the role-playing aspect in that tutorial mission. So there were charm and intimidate dialogue options. Mm. There were um, electronics and um, the other skill hacking. Hacking. Yep. 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 There were. Stuff like that. So it really elegantly introduced you to all the mechanics quite early on in the game.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: And I actually remember that one of them there's somewhere needs an electronic skill which you have to spend all your points in Caden to actually unlock it okay. unless unless you're playing a shepherd that's got that skill, then you can do it on yourself. Yep. But you had to you had to specifically dedicate all of your level up points up to that point in the game mm-hmm. to unlock the electronic skill to be able to get that open. And I remember going back to One Save and doing that okay. when I originally played it in Jeez. 2007. Just wow. to find out what was in there.
0: What was in there?
1: Uh, it was a good pistol or something. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, a pistol. Yeah. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Not an SMG.
1: No, no. Oh, not, never SMGs. No. Well, were, I don't think there were SMGs at all in Mass Effect 1. No, there weren't. Sniper rifles, no. assault rifles, yes. pistols, oh, no. and shotguns. Yeah, that's
0: right. I was looking going, oh, no, there wasn't any. No was submachine there? guns just, at all. Um, yeah, that was weird.
1: Yeah, so those farmers that hand over the pistol, mm. if you've got enough Paragon or Renegade ranks, I think you can convince them to give you extra stuff and they give you grenades as well. Oh. And then there's a little uh, chest inside that you need to use electronic skills. I love the grenades. And which brings skills. me to the minigame. So what's the minigame on the PC?
0: Uh, for like the dollar decrypting yeah. and stuff, it's like a it's it's Frogger effectively, but it's, it's like this, It's yeah. three rings, yeah, and you got to dodge between the different moving blocks, which is effectively Frogger. Frogger. Yeah.
1: yeah, Yeah. on the Xbox, it's just uh, three buttons of X X Y oh. A or B, and you just got to do them seconds after it comes up on the display. I
0: didn't think they'd be. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Because you use the mouse to because it's a circle and you got to use your mouse to moving left or right moves the yeah. the arrow around in the circle. I mean, okay. time, every time you click the mouse, you go in one ring. So basically, you got to wait for a gap and just yeah. plow in or or try to stay in between. Yeah, like, mid- just like, just yeah. like Frogger. Yeah. Kind of thing. You're safe yeah. the things and get through. That's.
1: So I thing. did not like the mini game. It got very it got very boring oh. very quickly. And everything that was locked, you had to do the mini game on, whether it's decrypting okay. or electronics. And you could. You could use fifteen Omni Gel to bypass it all together, but of course, I'm a hoarder. I don't want to spend. I, I don't even use <laughs> Meta Gel, so I can get those extra hundred experience points when I pick up a Meta Gel yeah. pack. So I'm not going to spend fifteen Omni Gel to open a lock that I can actually Staying do that. Game with a hundred
0: thousand Omni Gel. Yeah, there. that I never use. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh yeah, I didn't know it'd be got yeah, I didn't know it be different. So yeah, the PC
1: mini games obviously worked out that that minigame was a bit lame. Yeah. And they improved it for the PC version. It's
0: nice. It's a Because it came out actually.
1: on the Xbox first, first. originally. Then yeah. they did a PC version. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't mind the minigame in that one. It's it gets hard towards the end. Okay,
1: I mean, so it gets harder as you go oh, through. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, the first one. The Xbox like, one doesn't change. Oh really? It's just you've got to press three of these oh, four buttons. No, no. Uh, like you get a second after it flashes up on the screen to press it or something. Yeah. So if you're not paying attention, you,
2: you miss it. Anyway. I And
1: this sense anyway. And
0: this is much, but it is a little bit skill-based. I do remember it not being, it got harder, but I don't remember having too much trouble until the very end where right. the gaps were yeah. very small. And you actually had to kind of do one row, then move a little bit and do another row. And yeah. like it wasn't just plow all three, yeah. three rings at once. So yeah, okay, yeah, different, different.
1: And did it get easier different. as you got better at the skill or not really? It just because the skill is whether you can do easy, medium, or hard locks. I think that's yeah, really all it did.
0: I did. I think that was all it was. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I think just you didn't get any easy locks towards the end of the game. They're yeah, all Yeah, they're hard all hard. Locks. I don't yeah. know if it actually made any difference on the difficulty yeah. that you play on. I didn't play on anything other than. And they give you so all, much gear anyway. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, you could see that just from the start. You had too much gear. Yeah. To begin with, anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the gear wasn't significantly different enough. So like. Do I take yeah. this new assault rifle that does two points more damage but fires three less shots before it overheats? Mm. It's just really hard. They yep. weren't significantly better. Yep. So that oh yeah, that's obviously better, so I'm gonna use that.
0: Yeah. So gear was definitely as bad as I remember. It yeah,
1: being the gear was bad. Yeah. You know, and really also wasn't. the interface to put the mods into the gear wasn't it wasn't great.
0: No. <clears throat> no, it was a bit kind of yeah, to click. Well, I don't know if it was on, it was on the Xbox, but there's lots of clicking around. Click yeah. here, click this, click here, yeah. click this, and then yeah. you get booted right back out of the menu usually. depends on what particular thing you're doing, but a lot of the time you get booted right back out and it's got right back into, the yeah, to get yeah, back to into do where you again. were to do the next one or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that was as bad as we'd remembered it. Yes.
0: Yeah. yes. That so wasn't I, a surprise. And that's why I only used a couple of squad mates throughout the game as well, which I probably maybe missed out on a bit of content as well because I missed probably a bit more cross banter. Yeah. Because I didn't have the other yeah. ones geared properly to um to help out.
1: Yeah. And the banter wasn't as well timed as I found it to be in other bioware games. So I picked mm, up Rex okay. yeah. early in the game. Yeah. And had Rex and Caden in the lift going to fight Fist. So like really that first bit in the yeah. Citadel. And so Caden's known Rex for all of thirty five seconds and he yeah. says, So Rex, why do you kill other Krogan? And He'd he'd never seen Rex kill another Krogan at that point. So, yeah, yeah, the banter wasn't quite as well worked out. So So the news reports and stuff were all based on what you'd been doing during the game. Yes. But obviously the player banter, they just had a whole lot of, you know, this character interacting with this character and choose from this This list. list. Yeah. Yeah. Yep,
0: yep. And then I think they have some sort of like if you haven't spoken for so many minutes then pick something up.
1: See, even in Dragon Age stuff, Varric, Mm. He gets to know the characters and give them nicknames and ask some, yeah. probing personal questions. Yes, but he does it appropriate to the stage
0: of the game you're at, which yes. which I really liked. And probably also to how long you've had that companion in the in the group with Paul. Probably had like a starting off with these this one and then work his way down as a place through. And there's a lot more a lot more scripted and less. Yeah, kind of so I think they have kind of Im- improved that over time. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, I also liked that. Just going back to like in-game reasons for things in the first one, like the in-game reason for picking your your class and and uh, what um, your history is. But like um, it, it's consistent. Like at the at the start in the Eden Prime, I noticed that the get it's. Um, I remember the Geth worship Sovereign as a god. Yeah, and um, I'd forgotten that, and that makes a lot of sense why the Geth were helping on Eden Prime. Yeah, so that was continuing from right there at the beginning. That with that sort of stuff was set up, and then like in uh, the Codex, it's consistent as well. The Codex doesn't tell you outside of what you already know kind yeah, of, as a yeah. player. Like it's not yep. – um, It doesn't of, break it, the fourth wall. No, it says that the re, that Sovereign is a Geth because that's as far yeah, as you're far concerned. you know, that's what it geth, is. You know, kind of, so yeah. I like that sort of internal consistency with the story and, and whatnot The well. Geth yeah. have this
1: strange squid-shaped spaceship Shit, that they landed on Eden Prime with. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I actually – I thought they set up Saren really well. Is it Saren that's the bad guy? Yeah, Saren, yeah, yeah, the, ba- yeah, yeah. the bad reaper. Yep. I got confused for just a moment there. And- the bad specter. But then there's that cut scene with Matriarch Benezia where she says that Shepard's touched the mm. um, the beacon and Saren just loses it. I thought that was, you know, really quite out of character for him. That that yeah. kind of bothered me.
0: Uh, okay, yeah.
1: And having Deanna Troy, of course, talking... <laughs> In someone else's body, that was very disturbing.
2: <laughs>
1: that's
0: funny, yeah. I forgot that she did that role as well. I'm like, Oh, oh, it's Troy, oh, that's very nice, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, I didn't even realize she was in the sari, it didn't. I forgot that that like they're working together as well, yes. Like, Saren and her together, yeah. Yeah. maybe Saren was just gone crazy because the indoctrination he was going no, through, no, he was, and he was still fighting yeah. it off, maybe at that point,
1: yeah. But I just, I just found because, of course, you don't know about indoctrination or anything no, at that point, no, at all. He's just this really charismatic bad guy who seems to be the leader of the geth, yeah, and he has this. Totally loses it. Yeah. On oh, speaking of cutscenes, the other thing that I found amusing mm. was the lip syncing. Oh, really? Okay. It didn't bother me at all. I thought, why is this? Why are these? Why is the Uncanny Valley thing not kicking in? Yeah. And then I actually paid attention, and the lip syncing is completely out. Oh, their right. mouths are opening and closing at the right time, oh, but they're not forming the right letters words. with their mouths or anything like that. So. Okay. I still thought the cutscenes were really good. Yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah. did put you out a little bit. It, did, well, it was just interesting. I just mm-hmm. found, I found that interesting. Fair enough. Isn't and the yeah, cutscenes yeah. that were actual cutscenes mm. as opposed to cutscenes that were using the in game engine. There was a noticeable difference I found between those two.
0: Well, it makes sense. More, more time. Yeah. To the,
1: yeah. It doesn't uh, have to render difference. it the same way. Sorry. It can render the picture. Yeah.
0: I didn't notice that the thing was out. So I don't know whether they fixed it. I have to go back. I oh,
1: wasn't that the lip syncing was out so much. It's, it's just, just that they weren't necessarily very mouthing the right words. words. They
0: were kind of moving their yeah. mouth, not actually
1: yeah, forming, words forming the words. Stuff like
0: that. Yeah, it's not something that I've ever really paid that much attention to over the in like throughout <laughs> different games to see how they've improved that. Well, over I think time.
1: also because I played it backwards. Oh. That's particularly why I noticed it. I think because I'd seen the improved lip syncing in the later games
0: and gone backwards. Well, yeah. Speaking of going through the games, we're gonna move on to Mass Effect 2.
1: Uh, yes, because a lot of the other stuff I want to say about Mass Effect one is in comparison to the other yeah, games. Other as ones, well. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah. I thought number two definitely plays differently. But um yeah. I think it's better than number one. Yeah, Just so step in the right direction.
1: Jumping in there, yeah. I definitely felt it played like a first person shooter. It, I immediately picked it up yes. and thought this is a first person shooter. You know what as doing. opposed to picking up Mass Effect 1 and thinking this is a role playing game. Yes. So, But the combat, but Greg going into cover was much more elegant. Mm. Uh, swapping your weapons was much more elegant. Using your powers was much more elegant. Yep. Getting your squadmates to do stuff was much more elegant. Mm. But mm. I found my squad mates were much more useless than they were in Mass Effect 1, which was interesting. Yeah. I knew they
2: were there. Yep.
1: Because. They're always talking, which yep. is good. So I knew they were. There. I knew they were doing stuff, yep. and you could see their powers going off. Yep. But when I left them to their own devices, they weren't killing stuff as much mm-hmm. like as in, they, were with, you know, they were in Mass Effect One. it. So I think they put much more. What's that um, agency? They put a lot more agency into your hands as
0: Shepard. Yep. Yep. a lot more agency. Yeah yeah a bit more of the super soldier kind of thing going on which which goes to that that shift into more combat away from yes. the role playing kind yes. of thing which you see throughout the entire game I mean like the end mission with pressing F and then it goes to the post mission I mean F as on the PC yeah, whatever, yeah. The, yep. you know the interact button um, and then it goes to the post-mission report. Yeah, summary. Inclusive man kind of reading your re- dossier report thing, yeah. which I didn't mind the dossier report thing so much, but I thought, why couldn't I press a button and have Joker call me back in? Like, for the game that went so much effort of yeah, yeah. everything in-game in game number one, I found that a really jarring thing. Yeah. Now we're just... Pulls you out of the game. Just Now we're just pressing. You have to just quit. Like, yeah. you know, like, where's my shuttle sweeping down to pick me up? Like, yeah. I'm, you know, call... I want to call Joker down to pick me up. Like, seriously, come on. Yeah.
1: Well, the loading screens—that's one thing I wanted to mention. They yeah. put a lot more effort into the loading screens in Mass Effect Two, so they did have the yeah. shuttle landing on the planet, and yeah. the loading. So it's when you close. were when they were doing yeah. the Lazarus Project, when you were still being rebuilt, yep. the loading screens were all about your blood cells, and yep. so the loading screens were appropriate to what
0: that's true. You were doing in the game. I didn't think of the shuttle coming in as being like, "Oh, that's you being delivered." I thought it was just an animation. So now you put it that way, I'm a little bit.
1: But still, like, what? yeah, it's, no, it's not as could... it's not as good as actually having the yeah in game.
0: You know, something coming yeah.
1: down, maybe. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that was a bit. Um... It
1: felt a lot. It, it it took you out. It it broke your suspension of disbelief much more. Yeah. So the shot of the um, Mass Effect relay or the shot of the of the Normandy doing its blue shift those loading screens they didn't really break my suspension of disbelief whereas I did find even though I liked the Mass Effect 2 loading screens Mm. I really my brain disengaged and went yeah okay it's loading now Whereas I'd found that when I was doing Mass Effect 1, yep. I, I was. I was like, oh, look, there's there's a mass relay. Oh, look, there's the Normandy. Yeah,
0: doing its thing. It know, didn't whatever. I didn't
1: break, break it as badly. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that you say that. I hadn't even really realized that mm-hmm. until you made me think that just then.
0: now? Yeah. And like I would, another change they made like with, with looting. Looting is much easier in Mass Effect 2. Yes, and like it's just like hit the button and you get the stuff, and I really like that. And that's like going away from like the in-game thing. Like you're not opening things up and it's showing you what you get. You just yes, you know, you just get it. I'm like yes, less clicking on stuff and whatnot. Just give it to me. I'm gonna do this like a million times throughout the game. Yeah, just
1: just let me press one button and do it.
0: And do it. So you know, I'm hard to please. Apparently, (laughs) apparently, yeah. I don't know why that that doesn't bother me. That it's not um, yeah. What's the minigames then in, in on the... on the Okay,
1: so box Mass Effect 2 minigames are much better. So there's the security bypass minigame, which is basically a game of memory. Okay. So there's circuits so that you need yep. to connect and you've got to match the two symbols. You've got to put your... You got How to click you, it. So you hold, so they're all blue dots. Yeah. And you put your cursor over it and it turns from a blue Just dot into the symbol. To like move a cursor yeah. around
0: and stuff. Oh, yeah. that's kind of is that annoying. Yeah. Is that working? No, like
1: it worked? I didn't ever get bored with it. Okay. I must have done it 13 or 14
0: times. I didn't even get bored. Yeah, with I like the mouse one. I like that one. That was good because I was with the mouse really easy. Oh, quick, quick. And it, it kind of, I know that, I know it's not, but it kind of felt like I was actually, hacking. Like I, I was yeah. going like, oh, okay, those two points need to be soldered together. Like I was, it felt like I was building a bypass yep. kind yep. of thing, which I thought was really cool.
1: Yep. And the other mini game was you were um, compiling code.
0: Oh,
2: uh, yeah. And you had to okay. match the
1: three bits of code without yep. going over the damage, which I forgot about the damage bits of code when I first played it, oh, and so right. I locked myself yes. out of the you first like, few locks like go by going right
0: over too many of the damage bits of code. That's right, and if you fail, you can't get back into can't it. Can't get back either. in, no, that's See, it. See, that thing in Mass Effect 1, you can keep going back and keep trying and trying again. Oh, could you? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think failed I think
1: you had to use Omnigel to do it.
0: Oh, maybe you did. Yeah, so
1: you couldn't do the mini game again, but you could use Omnigel and open it that way. get through. Yeah, whereas in Mass Effect 2, it just it just disappeared. It I don't know. I don't think with like PC off. might be different. Okay, it might the mini be different. game was
0: different as well. Yeah, because be I realised that that one actually reminds me of like tumblers on a lock, the Frogger game as well. It's yeah, like breaking through the tumblers, which kind of felt a little bit in game, which wasn't bad. So yeah, it's those two mini games I didn't mind. I didn't like the I liked the code one. Yeah, but it kind of it's not like it's not actually like coding at all. But it no. felt like I was picking snippets of code yep. to put together to put an exploit together to break through the lock. So
1: so yeah. I'm I'm going way back in time here, but yeah. have you heard of a game called Paradroid? Oh no! I have not. Okay, so it's a Commodore sixty four game. That's how Jeez. way back in time I'm yeah, going. Okay. So you were remotely controlling this hacking droid okay. on a spaceship called, yep. I think it was called the Paradroid, and it had been overrun by all these robots that had overrun it, and yet had yep. to, There were so there were thirteen decks or something, and there were hundreds of robots on this whole ship, and in order to hack – so your little droid could hack into other robots. Yeah. So there were all sorts of different robots, like there were cleaning robots and then there were service robots and there were security robots. All the robots had different tasks. Yes. And in order to hack into them, you had um, circuit breakers, stuff like circuit breakers, and you had a certain number and and the droid you're hacking into had a certain number and you had to change the circuit board so that more of the connections went to your side than his side. And so it was kind of like a – you were playing against the computer. Yep. It was yep. a really good little hacking mini game, And I thought if the if Bioware had got the rights for that, that would yep. have been very cool.
0: Yeah. That is cool.
1: Yeah. So if it's on somewhere in the in Ethernet the somewhere, it's somewhere definitely worth uh, having a look at. I'm it's so, it. totally dated now. Oh, yeah. There's almost no graphics. It was all just, it was a floor plan of the ship and you had a top-down view because you <laughs> were sitting at a security camera. Yeah. And it was just, uh, circles with the droids configuration number.
2: Hilarious. Yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah, it was it was yeah quite an intriguing game. What but yeah, and the uh, hack. So some of the robots were really good at hacking, and some of the robots were really bad at hacking. And mm. so you could easily hack into ones. So you were really vulnerable when you were the little hacking droid, yep. and the other things could kill you easily. But there were also robots you could hack into quite easily. So you couldn't. So so the top of the line robot was the nine nine nine. That was the commander droid. Yep and he had so many circuit breakers that there's no way the little hacking droid could go hack into it. So you had to leapfrog up, you had to get the 100-series yep. droid and then you could jump maybe to a 400-series yeah, yeah, droid work your up way, to the 700-series droid. The you had, you you know, had to hack your way right? through the droids on the different floors. Yeah. yeah, and you had to clear out each floor of all the hostile droids yeah. so that the humans could then reclaim the ship. It's an interesting little game.
0: That could be a great mission as well. Like, um, I, pl- I, you know, I've played several games that have those things where you take control of something else and you hack it, but they very rarely do that upgrade thing well. I mean, in Mass Effect 2, you, you hack a, um, a, a, a droid to, the get your, yeah, to get out of your prison. Um, prison. Yeah. Um, I was thinking in, in Star Wars Republic, you do a little hacking, you hack one of the mouse droids and roll that around and and to okay. get other yep. bits and stuff, you know, but... Normally I've done that whole thing where you have to hack something else to get to actually...
1: Yeah, and then else, you and hack it. to that, then hack into that because oh, okay. that's more
0: powerful. yeah. Yeah, it could be fun. That could be, especially with Mass Effect, it could be a cool little... Yeah, like Kasumi, K- Kasumi's kind of, you know, going into the party.
1: Yeah, it's of, very different gameplay. So different, yeah, you
0: know, it's just a mission to break it up a bit, you know, kind of thing. Use yeah. tech skills or whatever to, to yeah. break through the layers of security.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it was cool.
0: Interesting, interesting.
1: So the mini games were certainly improved in Mass yes. Effect 2 over Mass Effect 1. Yes. And the other thing,
2: mm.
1: playing a Vanguard. So, I normally play ah, an adept. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. very much sit back and take your time, learn where they are and fling your powers at them. Yep. So, playing a Vanguard, I found it very, very different. Mm. Um, so, Mass Effect 2, because all those droids, most of them didn't have any shields or anything. So, I mm. could biotically charge them and yeah just so I felt really powerful really mm. quite quickly yeah yeah I really got into the character really really quickly so that was I think that was a positive yeah yeah which I'm gonna touch on when we get to Mass Effect three or yeah, touch okay. back on this again yeah. and then in so I did die a couple of times playing the Vanguard in Mass Effect 2 mm. I didn't die once playing Mass Effect one so I think the combat definitely there's a change in the how important they thought dying in combat was yeah yeah because yep. as I said I was I was dicking about a bit in Mass Effect 1 and my squad mm. were killing stuff mm. and I didn't die even when I charged through Corus den full of enemies shooting at me I just put up my biotic barrier and charged through Three. and Rex and Caden killed everything while I was trying to rescue um, the Quarian yep. I thought yep. it's better to just run through instead of stopping and fighting them yep. but then in Mass Effect 2 when you're in the station that's getting attacked, mm. there's one bit where you open the door and like there's seven droids or something that come swarming out at you. <laughs> so I died in that because I did a biotic charge in the middle of the droids and it's then they rapidly opening rapidly destroyed my <laughs> shields and I went, ah, no
0: no, um, Yes, yeah. And I re- died. I remembered when I, when I got back into it and started playing again, I'm like, oh no, the charge is really for solo enemies or yeah. getting that you know, one guy is hiding behind something yeah. or if someone gets separated out, you can go check yeah. him out and then fall back.
1: And you could and actually go through cover with it too, which was yeah, really good. It, so, well, yeah. it
0: was... Yeah, I, it's a bit finicky.
1: Yeah, and also I found if you weren't in the right place, you'd press the button and nothing would happen. Yeah, and I, I died a couple of times because of that. And I, uh, I'm gonna charge this guy, and yep. you see the shield go up and nothing happens. Obviously, yeah, yeah, he's can, too far away, or the passage to is blocked, or something.
0: Oh, or you'd what I, what I would really hate about it is when you charge in and then the person you target doesn't get knocked back; they just get stunned oh, or knocked yeah, yeah. in at all, and you're like. Now I've charged in. The two guys I wanted to knock on the ground and Yeah, and now up both standing and, up up and, shooting, and shooting at me. You know, yeah, some things. So I found that really.
1: I did find it was yeah. actually really brutal. Uh, and it, if you got out of place, you got killed so quickly. Oh yeah, you got good, killed yeah. within like two or three seconds if yeah. you didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Every time I died, just about it's because I didn't know what was going on. Yes. I didn't know who was shooting at me and where they were, so I didn't know how to get away from the gunfire.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'd run for a little bit, and particularly
0: find where to get back yeah, to cover somewhere. Yeah, to not yeah. die.
1: And yeah, particularly in, in I found that. On
0: the biotic special ability you can get, like you pick the special ability that you want to have from your companions.
1: Yes, The yes. biotic
0: barrier one's really good because if you charge in and then yeah, you just throw it for the some barrier reason, up. barrier up, and then just yeah. run as fast as you yeah. can away again and sort of take cover. So that was, yeah, that, that was a good combination.
1: Mass Effect 1, that barrier is really powerful in Mass Effect 1. Yeah, it's right. really powerful Yeah, yeah I yeah. put that up and just was amazed how much damage it was taking compared to my maybe armor maybe the whole
0: balancing wasn't so great in Mass Effect 1 like well
1: no I think they wanted it to be powerful you wanted to be I think they did want it to
0: be powerful really too well just when the companions are doing all the killing it's interesting it's an interesting conundrum like how do you balance out your companions because you don't want them to be too powerful, because you want the player to still do all the work. But at the same time, you don't want them to be Complete useless, numpties. you know, and yeah. just not not be doing anything. And I found they've gone backwards and forwards throughout their games about how powerful and not powerful yeah. your companions. I think to
1: be. i I personally think you should notice your companions are there with you. Yeah. So they shouldn't kill steel, but yes. you should. You know, to you should feel. be able to say, hey, "I'm in trouble, help me!" Yeah, and you notice that they're there and they save your tail.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't. Definitely didn't didn't seem didn't seem as strong in apart from a few abilities that some of them had. Uh, I remember like Kasumi's um go invisible and yeah you know, yes, someone from your eyes. Yeah. is quite a good ability and it worked. And then like Liara's um uh the Cien- well I think Sena's well, Sen- well, got like the black hole.
1: Oh yeah, 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 that
0: was super. like yeah. Those abilities are more useful than their singularity. Actual singularity. Singularity, yeah. Than their like actual like terms of DPS gunfire. Kind yeah, of I, well, you're much better having their abilities.
1: I forgot I had Singularity. So I played through all of oh, the, really? the same DLC you played through. What's well, it like The Arrival, The uh, yeah. I played through 90% of that, forgetting to press the Y button, which is where that Singularity oh, is mapped. Is. Uh, and then, oh, that's right. I've got this super powerful ability uh, that I haven't been using. Damn. And suddenly the rest of it was really easy because uh, I just pull everyone into the black uh, hole
0: and just take them all out. And
1: stuff. Well, I then I used the Avalanche and froze them all. Snap, uh, froze them uh, all.
0: Nice, nice. I
1: had a lot of fun doing that. Yes.
0: And see, like, there's other. So in so yeah.
1: Mass Effect 2, heavy weapons. That was a great addition. Great addition. And they like, really felt like heavy weapons. Yes. They really got you out of a tight jam. Yep. They, were re- they were adequately powerful compared
0: to your normal weapons. Yep, yep, absolutely. So great yeah, addition. Yeah. I Definitely. thought they were a great always addition. Always good to have a heavy weapon around when, you, when yeah. you're going through. Again, though, with the weapons you can't use kind of thing going on. But you didn't have to have them. No, true, true. I suppose they did you know, yeah. That was so better, in fact –
1: In fact, it didn't even give you the option because you didn't have them strapped to your back anymore, if I recall. So it gave you that weapon loadout at the start of every mission. Yes. At the start of every mission, it gave you your weapon loadout and it only had the weapons that you could choose from. Choose from on there. So you can use pistols and shotguns. So which pistol do you want to take and And which which shotgun shotgun do you want want to to take?
0: take. Yep, yep. I was more thinking, again, I got caught with the heavy weapon because I'd always go scroll through the heavy weapon. Because uh, you got three weapons on the scroll wheel, then either you go up or down to go between the two. Like, either you, like For me, it was always the pistol and the shotgun. Yeah. But I'd always go from the pistol to the heavy weapon uh, and then do yeah, the yeah. shotgun anyway. I'm like, yeah. ah, don't go to the heavy weapon. And, and the heavy weapon, they take so long to come out as well. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to flick. And so Put it I back have the same again. problem where I'm like, I want the heavy weapon to almost be a, like, not on the scroll wheel. I want just to be able to flick again. That's just my thing.
1: Yeah, well, in the yeah. Xbox, it's just a left, you just tap the left bumper. Yeah. And it swaps to the last weapon you used. Probably, or you can hold the left bumper down and then manually choose which I weapon you want to use. if I has a
0: button for last weapon that you can bind to the keyboard. Okay. With the mouse wheel, it just scrolls through the three, yep. like any sort of standard kind of thing, and yeah. I'd always go the wrong direction. Yeah. So I felt like Mass Effect 1, even though it, it really wasn't, I suppose, in that respect, having weapons that I didn't want to use coming yep. out all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'd say the... The cover system was not as good as I remembered it to be in Mass Effect 2. I definitely felt I was going in and out of cover for no reason, or wasn't able to yeah. jump over things that I wanted to jump over and stuff. Yes, and I'm like, ah, oh, this doesn't. Yeah,
1: that been- jumping over was really clunky.
0: Yeah, you
1: had to go into it. You had to do the cover mechanic deal into it, and then push forward to go over it. Yeah, it was really hard to actually just run and just over, go over the top things of it and
0: stuff. And I was yeah. always going in to cover or coming out of cover when I didn't want to. Oh, uh,
1: you see, I well, didn't mind that did. so much because playing an adept, of course, I was spending most of my time in cover anyway. Uh.
0: So with a vanguard because you want to get in and out yeah, a lot yeah. very, very quickly, you can't maybe because you're in a panic as well because you're getting a shot out. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> yes, but I definitely. found
1: that a lot as the vanguard.
0: Oh, I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Where's the cover? <laughs> the shockwave though is so good with the vanguard. That's yes, the best, really abilities. powerful. You just throw that down all the time, just constantly and then go
1: fling it up in there, and it actually knocks them out from behind cover. Yeah. So, if you're good enough, you can shoot them when they're in the air coming down.
0: yep yeah, I had so to use a, a
1: submachine gun for that. I couldn't do it with a pistol. I'd miss no, them all the time.
0: No, no. I usually yeah, submachine gun for that, and then your yeah, heavy pistol for like my sniper sniper rifle Knifele replacement rifle. kind of thing, yeah. and then shotgun for jumping in when when you charge in, and then. And, uh, and
1: that's that's the other thing I was going to say. Speaking mm. of sniper rifle replacement, mm. I didn't find and notice. So I flipped flicked through a couple of different weapons. Yeah, like the. The pistol you get the Carn effects quite early when you rescue Morden, and I didn't really okay. notice that it was that much more powerful.
0: The hand cannon, the Carn effects, yeah, the Carn effects hand, 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 hand
1: cannon, which is the second pistol.
0: It felt powerful when I. That's what I was using when I played through. It was with the with the laser sight.
1: No, that's the Phalanx. That's the oh. additional oh. weapon loadout. That pack. one's
0: powerful. I like yeah, that okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that
1: was a paid for DLC. Oh,
0: was it
2: really the Seems firepower DLC? DLC. Like I see. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it was more powerful because I wasn't finding it as hard to kill stuff.
0: Yep, yep.
1: But I didn't, it didn't immediately feel more powerful.
0: Yeah, I have to say, the shotguns were pretty un, un, uninteresting. What I, yeah. I went through, tried a few different mean The gas shotgun I, I liked the most.
1: Because it had a different mechanic. Yeah,
0: because you had the charge up mechanic yeah. thing on it and stuff. And yeah. if you got it, the problem with it, is it shoots so slow; it's really hard to hit anything with it. Yeah, and it did. It was super powerful. Yeah, it felt in. But the rest of them are kind of like, uh, and I'm not really doing a lot of damage. Like, to me, a shotgun shot should kill someone outright yeah. if I get close yeah, enough. Yeah, to yeah. It, you get it close never enough. really felt that powerful. No, it didn't. Yeah. um And the, like the the full well, phalanx one was a DLC.
2: Yeah.
0: C one. So,
1: well, and what what did yeah. you think about suddenly introducing heat sink heat clips?
0: Still didn't didn't bother me. I like the mechanic more. Uh, playing both of them again, I prefer having the reload function and the clips and stuff. Yeah, like that.
1: so why didn't they just call it ammo? I think it was I think it was a bit I don't know, it bothered me that they said this isn't ammo, it's a heatsink. And if you run out of heat sinks you can't fire your weapon.
2: Yeah.
1: Why didn't they just go back to the Mass Effect One heat mechanic when you ran out of heat sinks?
0: Oh, that would have be been interesting. Then yeah, you're going then you fire go, like once or twice. Well, yeah, before, before your gun, gun then you overheats. The, hmm?
1: Then I would have liked it.
0: That would have been very interesting. But
1: actually. the fact that you couldn't use your gun at all if you'd run out of
0: heat sinks when yes. they're supposed to just be heat sinks. Actually, you know what I didn't like about it? You end up with this scattered ammo all over the fucking. It's everywhere. You like, it's everywhere. why is this ammo on the ground? Who's yeah. walking around yeah. throwing balls? And of ammo why is the there ground? so
1: much of it? Yeah. So very rarely did I find I was having to swap to a different weapon. Okay, I played. Mm. Characters with biotic powers as well, but yeah, I didn't I find, don't. even with the Vanguard, no. I did find I was running low on shotgun ammo, but I never yes. found out I couldn't fire my shotgun. Shotgun ammo
0: definitely always run low on that.
1: Yeah, but it didn't run out of it. It always, no. another heat sink would drop.
0: Yeah, that's true. There's so, always ammo. Got yeah, it's I mean.
1: kind of an odd mechanic to have okay. this resource that you don't actually really need to manage.
0: Yes, yes. You're actually, that's actually a really good point. I never thought, because I didn't, I, I made a note about the, the ammo packs everywhere, but I didn't really didn't for some reason link it into being the, – they made yeah. a change to that and that's
1: – So the heavy man. weapon ammo was different. That yes. was a resource that you had to manage. You couldn't just willy-nilly go around no, shooting your heavy weapon.
0: No, no, That was really So tough.
1: that was actually a good mechanic because yep. you did have to work out, okay, when do I need to use this because I can't use it all the time.
0: That would have been cool if it was like – uh, you had less heat sink ammo around the place. Like it wasn't as much of it around. It was only found inside of storage containers where you'd expect to find it rather than just – or you scavenging up people that yeah. you die. yeah. And then when you run out of ammo, you go back to this old mechanic that it's can, infinite, yeah. but it kind of overheats all the overheats time. All the time. Like it's yeah. more difficult to use those weapons. That, that would have been – I would
1: have liked that. I would have thought that that's yeah. a really good upgrade. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, it did kind hmm. of drop me out that yeah. again. But uh, Mass Effect 2 was the one that I wanted to play the most. Yeah, I don't which know. was interesting. Yeah, yeah the story yeah. gripped me straight away. The power of my character gripped me straight away. Yeah, the companions, as annoying as Jacob is, he's actually got a lot to say, and I got interested in his story quickly.
0: His dad being the weird, weird cult leader was kind of cool too on the crash ship, don't yes, it, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, he, uh, it. he has dad crash lands with a bunch yeah, of people on there, and he comes like their, their, their leader their and their god stuff, yeah. Yeah. and whatnot, you
1: know. Yeah, and was feeding them because he's needs like, your weed. Dead.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like yeah, that was a talking, very
1: good loyalty. I mission. I don't want to talk about
0: my dad. Don't talk about my dad. Yeah, I don't know why. Because dad's a weirdo. Yeah,
1: that was a very good loyalty mission.
0: Yeah, uh, and I noticed as well in the in Arrival. Um, I guess this kind of falls into the into the um, consistency in the world. The the Reaper artifact looks like an underwater plant. The, oh, did you think? Yeah, I thought it looked. It looked I
1: thought it looked like, like a Reaper artifact.
0: Yeah, but it like, looked like a lotus. Yeah, that, like that, a that lotus thing, flower. Yeah, that's my that's my thing though, because the reaper's original species were an underwater aquatic. Oh, well, a yeah, leviathan thing, yeah. thing, right? So, for me, for them to make their artifacts look like stuff that they would be familiar with, underwater plants, uh, not some. Yeah. Weed, and it actually looked like you know maybe their food source, something like that, what they ate, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So I thought that was really nice I was like oh that's an a plant." plan yeah okay now yeah. It,
1: all, it all and that's and I love nice. I absolutely love the dialogue at that part where Shepard goes you've just got the artifact out here doing in the that? open and you're what like, are you doing and you go uh oh things yeah. are about to go south oh, really quickly really quickly really yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, they scripted that. I thought they scripted that really well the only thing that I didn't like yeah was that uh, in order to play that reveal card the Doctor's dialogue leading up to that was kind of bodgy when you knew that she'd actually been indoctrinated.
0: Yeah, like why was she
1: – Why was she pro the project and yeah. pro all of this stuff? And then surely – so what I thought – this is what got me. I thought surely she's taking Shepard to see the artifact so that he will get indoctrinated as well. Yes. And I thought, okay, that, that's good. But then oh, – because I'd forgotten what happens. Yeah. And then she's pulled a gun on him. I thought, well, so okay. Well, then now all your dialogue getting into the artifact doesn't make any sense yeah. if you were just going to pull a gun on him anyway.
0: Yeah, that was. That was a he, bit, he should a bit
1: have. She should there. have worked out. I think for me, it would have been more elegant. Yep. I use that word a lot. If um, she'd worked out that the indoctrination had failed, and yes. then pulled the, the gun on him,
0: that would have been more. I'd say because couldn't the thing of like because it's always been a thing that Shepard can't be indoctrinated for some reason. Yes. she's got some. sort yeah, of he's got the, natural resistance yeah. to it or whatever. So if she was like got like thing with the with the thing like a mind attack and then. Like, basically, just walk it off. Yeah, just like, oh shit, it didn't work. Oh, we better start, like, oh, yeah. And
1: then then she plays, then she reveals her hand. Oh, I'm really into too, Okay, you
0: can't stop me yet.
1: I think, yeah, it just kind of bothered me a little bit that I thought everything was the scripting worked well. And then just suddenly she, she never intended him to get indoctrinated. She was always going to shoot him in the back of the head. Maybe,
0: maybe that's what they were going for, and just didn't play well.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's maybe. what it was.
0: You know, yeah. I could probably
1: maybe see that they're working like that. And uh, did you try and survive the all the five waves
0: in that bit? Uh, with the with the where the guys come up through the elevators.
1: Yeah, when did they're coming go? everywhere, and you're ch- just running around the artifact.
0: Oh yeah, trying
1: to survive the artifact. There's oh, five waves apparently. Is there five waves. Yeah, and oh. they get harder and harder and harder.
0: I got. Killed it. end. I thought I failed it. Actually, I didn't realize. I forgot that was part you of the game. You were supposed to was fail. Supposed to fail it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I can't tell you how many ways I got through. At least three.
1: Yeah, I, I got say. through three as well. And then, and then
0: a lot of guys come out of nowhere. Yeah, and I've got I shields. to
1: the wrong spot. shields and barriers and flamethrowers <laughs> so and like, oh
0: shit. god. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I remember I charged to the wrong guy, and then oh yeah, yeah you got you're killed. I out out like oh, I will have to restart this again and try yeah. again. Oh no, I okay. didn't progressed. the story. Yeah. Yeah yes and uh, that's and that's a good point like some of the missions take little side sets. number one as well you had timed missions which was good so put the urgency yes. on like you're in the in the open mission you got to go and disarm all the bombs yep so it's sort of like because the game kind of is a bit like like the way you, you play with Sentinel you stand back and you throw your abilities yes you take time and stuff but when you put that time limit on it yeah and it's got a good it's not an arbitrary time limit, it's actually felt yeah. like it's important to the story. It's like, whoa, now we really gotta dial it yeah. up to fifty. Yeah. And change totally changed the way I played it. Yeah, yeah you really gotta get into it, don't you? You know, no standing back anymore. So there's nice, nice uh, uh, variety there. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh the gearing's better yes. in this one overall. Yes, I still is. again wouldn't pick different companions because gearing them still Kind of annoying. Back to the same thing again. I don't know which guns everyone uses. Yeah, see, I didn't have that problem again. You know, kind of thing. So I'm just like, ah. Uh, you know. And I like the upgrade process. Yes. It's more. Um, uh, you would
1: find stuff out in the field. Yeah, like and then you come he's back. He's dropped the assault rifle and that assault
0: rifle has something funky on it. So beautiful. We'll now bring it that. back for the yeah, scientists we'll to investigate. Our abilities. And I that. like that. Adding mods is still kind of tedious, having to click, 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 click to go through all the different mods to find the one that you want, like when you pick a gun that you want to go to. Have you just jumped to Mass Effect oh, 3? 3, I have too. Sorry. I'm thinking of the same yes. station. Hang on. Uh, yeah. Mass Effect 2. It's, it's still that same sort of UI though, isn't it?
1: No. Um, no, no. You, you go into Morden's Lab. lab and then you've got to go into the computer. And it's
0: just a list of things. And it's just a list you, of things, things, things. And you, things you research them or you and don't. That's and right. And once no, you've no, researched sorry. it,
1: it's unlocked for all those weapons. I
0: remember now. The thing with that one I didn't like, every time, this is what I was talking about earlier as well, like when you you pick an upgrade, it boots you back out of it again. you got to go back in uh, and yeah. find it again and then click on it and yeah. go in and go in and then it boots you back out. And it's like, I want to buy all the upgrades. Yeah, like, I got, let me get the money, all. Like just... Yeah. God, tedious. And I the th- hate crappy
1: UI. The other thing yeah. that bothered me mm. was in Jacob's area, so yep. the armory next yeah, to what you got all Morton, the, math, all the guns. Or the guns, yeah. but the guns didn't match what you'd actually unlocked. Oh,
2: really? That uh, bothered me. Oh, so it, no, there really? was
1: sure? so the heavy weapons appeared on the table yeah. oh, as you unlocked oh, them. We- but then when you got a new it it wasn't consistent. So yeah. as you found a new assault rifle, then there'd be two of them and two of the original oh, assault rifle.
0: See, but I
1: then I found, it, as I found some stuff, it yeah. didn't appear on the weapons table, and now that that's really a bothered me. That should yeah. have
0: started off empty and built up. Uh, yes, it should have been. Yeah, really empty. Did you have weapon colors in Mass Effect Two? No, that was only one. It had different. Yeah, no, you had. So you guns. had the picture. Yeah, you had the picture of the weapon and that. That was it. There wasn't. And
1: one. they, they were in. The, I do remember having the card effects in my hand and a couple of screenshots. Not screenshots. um,
0: no, in fact, they had most of them. They had the Motion right video. weapons. Yeah, for the right person yeah. at the time. Yeah, that that's that, so was, that, that was make good, a difference. Least, yeah, uh, but yeah, it was definitely better. Uh, I guess they got rid of all the mods. That's right. They got rid of the mods in that, in that one. Yeah, and, and they, they had, had like
1: the upgrades instead, which I actually liked.
0: I thought that was fine. Yeah. I, I like the fact that I get weapon I don't think it's in progression where I feel like I'm getting more powerful. Yeah,
1: and Shepard got more health and Shepard got the Medadio and the Medageo
0: became more powerful. And I think all you-
1: those upgrades, I really like the upgrade system. And yeah. particularly upgrading the ship yep. was really cool. I liked all of that. I really liked that system. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember liking it as much when I played it. I in fact I remember us discussing how they could have improved it yeah. when that when that was all we knew. But now, knowing what I know from Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, I actually think that was the best More straightforward uh, upgrade.
0: kind of thing. If you're not going to put in a proper system, yeah. just don't put one, just in. Don't just put don't, one just, in. Just put in a nice, yeah. easy yeah. thing to go Make you
1: feel like you're getting some progress.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know. And
1: I did actually notice the impact of yeah. some of the upgrades too. Yeah, yeah. Which was good.
0: No, no, I think there's definitely some improvement there, particularly on that, like, obviously, like the health and more shield. Yeah, yeah. That, that was really was. noticeable. Yeah, definitely, yep. definitely. So they def- yeah, they improved, but still no changing loadouts or anything like that, I guess, for your squads based on missions and things like that. You just no. do what you want. And- yeah. Hey, maybe it didn't even matter that much because they weren't doing that much damage anyway, so no. just whatever they've got, they've got anyway. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. Just let them roll with it. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, any more thoughts on Mass Effect 2 before we jump across to the... No, no, let's jump to 3, to three.
1: which is the one I played the least, actually, which surprised me, and that's not just because it's the... One I played most recently, yeah. I actually, I actually felt the least drawn into the story. That tutorial was terrible.
0: Oh, I didn't play the start of that one. I only played with that one. I went, I played uh, some side missions. Okay, just some just a couple of different yep. side missions on it, and um, I replayed the ending. Again, okay. And then I went and watched the movies for the new endings for the other two okay. options that I yep. didn't pick because I didn't want yep. to go through all that again. Yes. And the failed ending as well. But anyway, before we get to that.
1: So clearly there was some time between the end of Mass Effect, between the end of The Arrival yep. and the start of Mass Effect
0: 3. Because The Arrival technically happens after the Omega Relay, doesn't it? In in like in terms of story canon? No, no, no. no so, the Arrival happened yeah. before The Omega Relay. Yeah. But then, ah uh. No. I'm trying to remember now.
1: So Shepard gets gets put under house arrest because of what he does in The Arrival. Yes. By blowing up the Sharon relay. Is it Sharon? No. Sharon's the one from aspect one. Sharon's the lost relay. I can't
2: remember which relay it was. The Arahot. Yeah.
1: The Alpha alpha relay. The Alpha relay, yeah. Yeah. So he gets put under house arrest and stripped of his rank and everything Yeah. Yeah. because of that. Now, I don't know if they did a comic book or what they did. They obviously did something that told that story. Mm. but it was sadly missing from the start of Mass Effect 3. and So that was my first Mm. complaint. That really bugged me. And then so Captain Anderson summons you and James comes and gets you and you're bumping Caden or Ashley in the corridor and then you go in front of the council and then the Reapers attack. Wow, big Uh, reveal. Oh, what are we going to do? Shepard, help us. No, you didn't listen to me before. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Yeah, yeah. But then, of course, the the council room blows up and Anderson – grabs you, gives you a pistol, and then teaches through, runs you through all the mechanics of running and yep. jumping and yep. how to change a weapon and how to reload a weapon and covering and how to use the power. And, yep. Yep. and yeah, it felt the dickiest of all the tutorials to me.
0: Yeah, not, not that kind of – not the the amazing Sovereign yeah. takeoff. Yeah, it, it immediately the, draws you in. The um, Where you fall from space in number two at the start of that, yeah. which is a great intro to that. It yeah, definitely yeah. did feel –
1: yeah, no, really, really lackluster.
0: I suppose that comes down to losing their rider. For yeah, three, maybe. really, maybe you know.
1: And the other thing that really bothered me about it was mm. the scale of the Reapers. Yeah. So how big were the Reapers supposed to be? So I think maybe they got the scale right. Well, there's different. But sizes. then how many invaded just just that city on Earth? Then I must have counted twenty different Reapers. Yeah. As you're going through that tutorial bit. So how many damn reapers are there if they can Stacks,
0: commit twenty reapers to one city? I think that, I think there's literally like hundreds of thousands of
1: reapers. Okay.
0: There I, okay. I get the feeling from from just I don't think there's any, anything. In, I might be saying that in the codex. I'm not sure, but no, just from the is. language that the catalyst uses, no, there's the end, hundreds of thousands of them. A lot of them, okay. and you think about stripping a galaxy back, you're going to need. Huge numbers of ground troops as well as reapers to reinforce them and stuff.
1: No, but not line. the speed at which they destroy that city in the tutorial. <laughs> they just rape that city so yeah. quickly.
0: I, well, I suppose you got to do that, and then you got to go back and kill out all the all the surviving pockets of them as yeah, well. So yeah, yeah. And that's what
1: the Prothean DLC story bit Can't is all about. Is- well, the Protheans they took. I think they took.
0: Like a thousand a, years. Yeah,
1: centuries were. to wipe out the Protheans. Yeah, Yeah, they took a long yeah, time. A long the
0: Protheans time. had a galaxy wide civilization yeah. as well. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, that seems fast to me to wipe out a whole galaxy worth of people.
1: Yeah, it does. But the Reapers are supposed to be super powerful. Yeah,
0: right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's so many of them. So, yeah. That, I think they think there are big ones and there are little ones and stuff. I think like Harbinger was a particularly big. Reaper. Right, yeah. Because even in the cutscenes, I noticed that there's definitely bigger ones because they're, they're further away. Yeah. And they still look, look bigger at, than yeah, the ones okay. that were closer up to them as yeah, well. So like, they're different so sizes. I definitely think. I don't know why they would be different sizes. Well, Dreadnought Reapers and
1: Planet suppose, Killer yeah, Reapers maybe, and. Yeah. you know, yeah. all that stuff. You know, you might need. There's a couple of different Reapers even in Mass Effect 3.
0: Yeah, true, true, yeah. true. Yeah, so that yeah, makes sense. Um, so the tutorial I didn't like, yes, and yeah.
1: then I went from the tutorial. I just very quickly buzzed through all the story and went to the Mars mission. Yeah. So there's a lot less role playing. Oh. It's much easier to skip the role playing in Mass Effect Three. It I
0: is. found, I and mean, that's a, that's one that I wrote down as well. It's like there's it, in Mass Effect One. I like that you could drop your weapons down and you go into No UI and yeah. it's all open, and you can do that anytime you want. You can always go in and out of combat mode. You can't do that in Mass Epic Three. From what, like, from what oh, I okay. saw, like I mean, I didn't, I didn't play that whole try. thing, but when I, I actually went and like, no, I can't. Yeah, okay. I can't my weapons now, and I can't get them out and shoot yeah, where I yeah. shouldn't be able to shoot, kind of thing. So they really separated out the two games from the yeah. role-playing game, and like, and everything is a loading screen. You're yeah. always going in and out of loading screens. Like it doesn't feel like a contiguous. Level or yeah. a base or a world or anything—it's very—it's even more broken up than what Mass Effect Two is. They went further down that path, yep. kind of thing, which I wasn't really a fan of, to be honest. Okay. I, well, uh,
1: then the other thing I didn't, and the other, the other thing I found when I played through that Mars mm, mission mm, where you rescue Liara, is I did not feel powerful at all. I felt outgunned and outmatched, particularly playing a Vanguard. So I ended up yeah. not using my Vanguard power at all to try and survive those early fights. Yeah. Because so many of them had shields, which meant they're automatically immune to your biotic and tech powers, yeah, except for your for shield which is draining why tech SMGs powers. SMGs
0: so much is because you're taking down shields all the time. So shield yeah. down, flip to your shotgun, charge in. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like what you have to keep doing.
1: And then talking about, bad squad mates the guys the guardians or whatever they call with a massive shield I thought okay this is easy I stand on one side of them and I get my squad mate to stand on the other side of them the shield can't protect them from both sides guess what What? the shield can protect them from both sides oh really either that or my squad mate is so useless they couldn't hit the broad side of a barn so I lured them into the shuttle yeah because I was having trouble shoot. because I'm playing with a Vanguard and using a shotgun. I'm not used to shotguns. I'm not used to how you use the Vanguard powers. Yeah. So I died about nine times <sighs> screwing up. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, okay, well, these guys are the ones that are continuously killing me. Yeah, they, get, yeah. they get too close to me and then I get melee attacked to death. Yeah. So I'm going to lead them into the shuttle yeah. and I'm going to have uh, Liara yeah. or Miranda, whichever one it was, at the front of the shuttle and I'm going to go to the back of the shuttle. Yeah. Then there's no way his back can't be to one of us. Done. But apparently- it can be, and, and,
0: and see that that feels to me like a great flanking maneuver that you're supposed to do in these games. Yes, isn't
1: it? yeah, this guy's got this impenetrable shield, mm. and you hit him with the shockwave, mm. and all he did was he'd reel back and yeah. keep the shield up, and yeah. his damage his damage didn't go down at all.
0: No, so no. I
1: like the variety of the enemies, yeah, but I just felt so underpowered. I don't know if they designed you to import a character from Mass Effect 2 so you were already level 30 or whatever it was and so everything was balanced for a level 30 character but as a level 1 character I felt really outclassed. I didn't
0: feel that but I did import a game like I imported a save so that would make and even when I played my second playthrough I imported a character for my second playthrough (laughs) from Mass Effect as well so I've never played it.
1: Yeah, I played a level 1 character and I, I felt really outclassed in that part of the game.
0: yeah. I mean, companions being useless. I think that continues in Mass Effect Three. It
1: de- definitely, they were the worst. I the felt worst. the yeah. least like I was in a squad of three people, people in Mass Effect Three. Yeah, they weren't talking. I didn't. I didn't notice them talking as much as I did in Mass Effect Two. Yeah, and I didn't notice them having impact on the combat as much as I did in Mass
0: Effect One. It's surprising to say, but I think Mass Effect Three is like the least polished. Of the three games. I uh, yeah, I've, so it looks the best. I think oh, yeah. it, looks it looks the gorgeous, best. Yeah. But yeah,
1: gameplay wise and mechanics wise. Actually,
0: I'll take a, I'll take one thing back from that. I think the cover mechanics and the combat and moving around and fighting and stuff, in terms of like the way the camera moves and the way your character moves and you can do ducks and rolls and you, yes. When you get into cover you've got the arrows to go out to the left and to the right. Yes. I felt way more in control of all that stuff. I think that part of the game which fits into the that works really well in multiplayer. Yep. That part of the game is way polished. And that's definitely the best iteration of that sort of stuff.
1: And now you've said that, yeah, I realized I died a lot in Mass Effect Two because I got stuck yeah. on some ganky bit of background, yeah, and yeah. I, I was trying to walk backwards away from them and I wouldn't, I wasn't moving because you're on this because there was a pipe,
0: thing yeah, in the ground. But yeah. I
1: didn't find I died a lot in Mass Effect Three, but I don't recall because ever dying because, because of that anything like yeah, that. So I
0: felt getting around. I felt. My Cam felt the most mobile and the most capable of getting around in Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. I didn't give you know, it credit for that. But, but like, in that but is everything a good else you've mentioned, you know, I don't, I think, I don't think it definitely didn't need another year of just spit shine to make that yeah, really, to make it really, punch the story really, up a little bit better, you know? Yeah.
1: And yeah. Um, and the armor was the armor different? I didn't play very much in Mass Effect 3 but the armor pieces in Mass Effect 2 would boost up different bits so you get it faster so you'll recharge. One
0: set of armor that's all customizable and you can pick all the different bits and pieces. I had two other armor sets from somewhere that were just straight sets Again, nothing. Which I think is a, I don't know, I don't understand why I couldn't have had those same sliders for the different looks, so I'd have three different. Like I have multiple looks I can unlock, yeah. And then each piece of armor can be customized in the same way, yeah, yeah. Because I like that having to pick, be able to pick which pieces,
1: yeah, which, which benefit did you want?
0: Yeah, but yeah. I wanted to run around in the Blood Dragon armor because I thought it was, I was a massive effect too, yeah. Because it was it cool, cool. Me, yeah. you know. So why not let me have both? Uh, so again, gearing. Was tedious again. Yes. The mods again, you got this yeah. mods. Like you have to click the button to pick. Just put a list up of all the yeah. mods and let me just put it on the PC. I, I got a mouse, I can just click on it. I
1: didn't like, like, like the mods as much as I like the upgrades. Yes. Which is interesting because I remember us talking about. A mod system when we played through Mass Effect yes. two. We were, wouldn't it be cool if you could get a sniper rifle that would give you even more zoom or yes. could let you shoot through cover.
0: Loved all that stuff. Yeah. Although I happened to pick lighter materials in every single yeah, upgrade the, one of them. Yeah. because That was just the most obvious upgrade. Exactly. Ultra
1: light materials on everything. On everything. And then the I second
0: did. one, just pick whatever worked best for my playstyle and I loved that. That was great. Just tedious. To go through and try to do it, and then do each each individual gun. I, in it.
1: And I also found because I'm the I'm the kind of person that does this. I also found, you know, how the mods would change the color sometimes of the gun. Yes, if you put the mod in a different slot, it would have a different result. I oh, found sometimes, really. Yeah, so if you put the Oh, ultralight materials on first would make it go brown, and then you will put the scope on, and then the scope would yeah. be on a, a brown submachine gun, but if you put the scope on first and then put the ultralight materials on, it would be a different color. oh
0: really I didn't know yeah you didn't even notice that That's it was only a couple of times it wasn't always the case, but yeah but see like they could have more color stuff with the guns like you paint out and customize the paint of your guns and do different tints and things for them would have been cool as well maybe I yeah mean, I, th- it, I think it was underdeveloped. I can. think
1: I would have liked it more if it was. Yeah, if you actually had – so rather than the weapon bench that you got, yeah, if they actually had a weapon bench where you had the guns and you actually could – you know, the gun would explode apart and you could drag it the in. bits in instead yeah. of just saying, oh, select that
2: yeah,
0: and
1: then select that, if you could actually drag them in and sort of made you feel like you were actually making the guns.
0: Yeah, it might have been more interesting as well. Yeah. Yeah, still uh, – better than mass effect 2? i mean you had like the store and like at least mass effect 3 you had the bottom of the ship you had weapons armor and the store were all in the one spot for you to go through and, and buy you yes. know, you could buy from sorry it was yeah weapons armor the store where you could buy upgrades from and then the other part where you could buy upgrade or was it there was two it was two stations ah oh, i didn't play this today and i've forgotten already one of them was <laughs> Like fleet shipments where you could buy from the stores. Yes. Another one where you could apply upgrades to yes. the guns and buy new versions. Of the yeah. Guns so
1: there's a like weapons that. bench, and yeah. there was an armor bench, and, and then there was the yeah the store,
0: which is nice. It was all right there. You could get to it nice and easy. You know, I mean, the I kind of like going to the state to the different stores and buying my stuff from the vendors at the stores and stuff in the previous games where yep. you could go, but having it all together in one thing where I could just go there and just get the upgrades as I could afford them was really convenient. Yeah. Was- and to be honest. Like that's online shopping, as if the future's not online uh, shopping. Yes. Like you're not going to go down to the store if you don't have to. If they're going to send it, to like that made yeah. a lot of sense. I think as yeah. well. So that was that was a nice upgrade in that sense, at least. And I think I do like having the mods, even if the UI is tedious. <laughs> then Mass Effect Two is not having any mods. I like being able to tweak the guns to, to the way I like to
1: play. Yeah, rather than upgrading the guns and making them more powerful.
0: And I like the weight system affecting your know, recharge times and stuff as well. For the most part, well, I like yeah. The that was of
1: definitely it. the best weapon loadout decision that they made was in Mass Effect I had Three.
0: Just, just the two guns. I flipped between them. Yeah, you or know, you can put all four guns on if you want. If that's what you want to roll. You yeah. know, If you're heavy, if you're not going to use by eight powers, I suppose, and you're going to just roll with guns. Yeah. Go that way, you know. Yeah, but I like being out of I Like because I know it's definitely with the Vanguard between Mass Effect Two and Three. Into I couldn't use my shockwave very often because it had a really long cooldown. Yeah, yeah. But because i put light materials, only carried sub-machine a submachine gun, gun and shotgun,
1: a pistol. I oh, didn't even carry a shotgun. No shotgun. You're That's a Vanguard.
0: It. You must have had a shotgun. No, because no. that that um that was heavy. They were heavy. Those pissed That pistol. uh there was a pistol you got. Was like a yeah uh, the the a, Cerberus a the Cerberus like p- silencer on it thing. Was it? Uh, I don't remember the name. Well, there
1: was a Cerberus pistol that mimicked a shotgun.
0: No, no, that no, that wasn't that's not the one you are talking not, about. I think, okay. I think it's like I get it in one of the missions from an assassin. I think it, I don't know if it's silenced all the time. I didn't go and check or not, but that's what my character was rolling with. Okay, and it's super powerful pistol. It's great. Yeah. So submachine gun, take the shields down, yeah. charge in, hit him with the pistol, jump back out. So you got two guns. So you shock waving and dodging every two seconds, like yeah. super mobile, moving around. That was cool. That's cool. Give me the option to do that. Like I don't want to roll with a shotgun because I just. Wanna try something different? Okay. Let me roll with something different. That pistol shotgun was crap. It didn't fire fire or something, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I did I did
1: feel so that's interesting between Mass Effect one, two and three, which was a big improvement I think that they made. Mass Effect One, it was the the infiltrator, the Sentinel and the Vanguard were really just multi-class characters. They yeah. had the abilities of the other classes but they didn't have the class's unique ability. Yeah. Whereas then by Mass Effect two, they'd introduced each class having their own unique ability. Yeah. And I, I like that. That was a really good yeah. change. So yeah. that yeah. I felt underpowered when I played the Vanguard in Mass Effect one. That could be because I played three, two, one, so yeah. I was used to having that biotic charge. Mm. And now suddenly I was playing a Vanguard and I didn't have that biotic the charge, charge anymore.
2: Like, oh sad. Yeah. Yeah. The charge
1: is so much fun. But yeah, I did I did like the tech armor for the um, Sentinel and the the sniper rifle time dilation for the and the cloak for the infiltrator. Oh, yeah,
0: okay. Yeah, well, those things that I didn't play because I didn't yeah. play those other classes. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, yeah. So more difference in classes is always nice. It yes, you different
1: it gives you a reason to play, play, through play through with a different class, and then
0: because you can pick your different layouts, the guns and different mods. It really lets you put your own spin on the, yes. on
1: the play
0: playstyle as well. Yes, yeah. how you want to go with it. So.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, I guess the mods. A lot of the mods just did basic stuff like increase the damage that they did, and yeah, the sniper rifle could shoot through light cover could and the, a bit
0: more inspired, maybe or a bit more weird and wacky to give you more weird stuff to play with, like weird effects on them that you, you know.
1: Well, I like that. Didn't weren't there like blades on the shotgun? So now your shotgun could do increased melee damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite like that. Yeah, yeah, quite like was...
0: that. Because that was always a good one when you were charging in as well with the shotgun, shank him up, yeah, nice and good,
1: yeah. So maybe I didn't play enough of Mass Effectory and I'm not giving the mods enough credit. Hmm. I, yeah, I, it was that weapon bench. I think. But see, I think you're right. I think when you said it was the interface to use them, put me off. Yeah. So I didn't want to
0: change them. Uh, yeah, because you were So I just left now. them don't as wanna... they were. Yeah. Something. And I don't know if that's because they're trying to make it work on a controller and on a keyboard and mouse thing. They can't yeah, do an interface that actually works for both. It has to kind of be. Uh, i don't feel that's like a good excuse, to be honest, but I just. Yeah. I don't like half. I liked about it. I would have preferred to be able to see the list of all the mods in a list. I'd rather have to click and then remember yeah. which ones do I have and which ones I don't, and then go backwards and forwards trying to remember yeah. which yeah. one. And then, oh, now I've got my secondary. Now which one.
1: And you know, also, yeah. I would have liked for them. To come up with, say, twenty mods, yeah, and you could apply those mods to any of the weapons, yeah. Rather than come up with five weapon-specific yeah. mods for each weapon, so you got ultralight materials you can yep. put on your sniper rifle if you want. You can put on your assault rifle if you want. Yeah, you've got a, a combat blade. Yep. you can put it on your pistol if you want to put it on your pistol.
2: Yeah,
1: I kind of would have liked that. So then you could really customize the weapons yeah. that you liked.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. To the way the way you wanted to, I rather think- than the five ways. Bioware decided you were going to use those weapons
0: and even if they just did something where it was each you only had a fixed set of mods and you had two slots you could put them in and based on where you put the mod in which slot would give you different abilities like if you put a damage mod in the first slot that affects your damage output from the main main primary fire of the gun you put in the secondary slot well, that's melee damage. Instead, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, you know? that would have been so really cool. you can cool. do like some interesting two combinations, upgrades, you
0: know,
1: like yeah. you know, stuff like that. Just, just raw
0: damage output. Yeah, yeah. something simple, you know, um, and I don't
1: know. And didn't one of them let you see through the smoke, I seem to think? Oh, really? So there was some cool stuff like that because those, who were the Centurions that dropped the smoke grenades? Yes. And I think this one of the sniper rifles. Scopes would let you actually see this, oh, the uh, heat rays. Yeah, yeah. Infrared outlines. What
0: is that? Actually, just the rifle itself. Maybe it was actually the rifle itself. itself. Yeah, possibly. which is cool. I mean, the chakram um,
1: launcher um,
0: was. Yes. It was another one you only got by a bonus for being in But I love. I played for that playing AMC. Age that of Reckoning so demo. Much. Oh, that's right. Eight. Yeah, you had yeah, to play yeah, the yeah, Age yeah. of Reckoning demo, and then you unlocked the chakram launcher. That must be where I got that armor from as well, because that armor was weird looking. Maybe that was from the same.
1: Uh, the blood dragon armor was from no, playing was, Dragon Age. That was in Mass Effect think. 2.
0: Mass Effect 3, yeah. I've got this other medieval set of armor looking thing as well. Maybe that was from Kings Amalara as well. Or did they oh, do more tie in stuff? I think
1: they did more tie in stuff.
0: That was because, way too many tie in yeah, things, things. Yeah, there were lots of tie in things. But the Shotgun launcher was awesome. That was a great, different gun, different take on the Yeah, it worked. Right, so. It worked
1: completely differently.
0: So I did, do a lot, I did do a lot of playthrough with that and the submachine gun, I think, as yeah. my two weapons. Well, and,
1: uh, I used um, the Solarian pistol. That shot oh, the little exploding- Grenade thing. Grenade yeah. things, and I use that, that a lot. Cool. I thought that worked really well because yeah. I'm not um, that accurate. Yeah. So yep. I would pop out behind cover and I'd shoot the little grenade thing. Yes. And it didn't matter if he hit me in the leg or if he hit him in the side of the head. Still- He'd go back behind cover and then it'd explode. Yep. No. And they would often put him out from cover again. Then I could use my biotic powers was, on him. Yep. So I actually used that one quite a lot. That's I really a good like one. That. Yeah,
0: I- I tried to use it. I kept blowing myself up with the Vanguard gun, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm like, this would be a really good gun, but not not, not for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that yeah. was cool. I liked that one. That was cool. That was cool.
1: So they did come and then they had the yeah. water. Was it the Turin sniper rifle they actually fired superheated water or something? So it would go yeah. through light cover and things like that. So they came up with some really good weapon ideas. That's good. In Mass Effect 3.
0: Interesting. I didn't play anything with anything. Missile Max, I didn't play with anything. the another Rivals and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, I played with a lot of the different but, weapons. But, I mean, the pistol, really the pistol
0: shotgun, good. I didn't like it myself. I mean, it might be a good gun and I just couldn't use it properly. But I liked that it but, was something yeah, different. Yeah, something different. To jump into and, and stuff. And why can't I get a shooting range on the Normandy? Yeah, yeah. Like, just...
1: Well, there were, was a shooting range.
0: In number... Th- in three? I think
1: it was in three. So, you uh, could try around, out the weapons. But I
0: didn't didn't find it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I looked for it number two and couldn't find it.
1: No, and I don't think there's one in number two, but I definitely think there's one in there number one three. Is there one
0: in the Citadel number two? Is it, or is it only number three? They put that in there.
1: I think right. it's only number three. So there's oh. Pinnacle Station in Mass Effect One, which yeah. is the training, which was the DLC, which is oh, the training station.
0: Okay. Yeah. Ah, I missed that. All right. Yes, but,
1: but yeah, like, I'm sure there is a shooting range in Mass Effect Three.
2: Yeah.
0: So you can try.
1: Because I mean, the guns worked good. so differently, that was they great. realized you needed to be able to work out how the gun worked oh, yeah. before you took it into a mission.
0: Which is great. I love that. I just wanted one on the Normandy, but if there's one there, I take that yeah. back. I just took find it.
1: I still think it's a missed opportunity. I really would have liked them to do – anti-Geth weapons and anti-Krogan weapons.
0: Well, they've got the Geth shotgun and the Geth launcher in number two and stuff were um, good for-
1: Yeah, no, but weapons that are specifically good for taking out a specific enemy. Yeah. And so then you know you're going to find lots of Krogan when you go into the-
0: Sure. I remember playing the the, the multiplayer number three with like anti-Geth weaponry when I fought the Geth and stuff like that in number three.
1: Am I remembering wrong? Oh uh, well, the Geth is fairly shield heavy, so the submachine guns nah. automatically better against. I'm sure it, there yeah. was a
0: shotgun or something that was good. If you could get that to um, to Rex to run into them or or um, probably well,
1: like the sledgehammer rounds in Mass Effect One, where you could stop the Krogan charging at you if you shot him in the face with a shotgun that had sledgehammer rounds.
0: No, that's cool. I
1: really like that, that kind sort of, of, of stuff. more so details.
0: Like yeah, more they've got their own subtle. mechanic, but
1: you've got a mechanic that can break their mechanic.
0: Yeah, I guess you want a better gearing system again, something that's
1: yeah. More, so like the submachine yeah. g- that can stop the slow down the shield recharge yep. delay and stuff like that. That's what I really would have liked to that. really differentiate the weapons against specific enemies. Yeah. So you take the right squad mates with the right weapons, and suddenly what was really difficult because you had the wrong. Loadout was now reasonable, really easy. not easy, but reasonable. But no, you know, yeah, you want it and noticeably different. That's yeah. what I asked for. Noticeably different. different.
0: Yep, 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 yep. What do you reckon? Did you get to any of the new endings or anything like that?
1: No, I, so I obviously I need to challenge myself again to play some more of Mass Effect Three. <laughs> th- I reckon yeah. I spent three hours playing Mass Effect Three and about six hours playing Mass Effect One and Two each. So okay, twice as long playing the other two.
0: Yep, That's as cool. I did. Well, I really want to see the new ending. So I went through – I had a save that was right actually – Right at um, the end? Yeah. yeah, right before you walk up into Marauder the
1: – Marauder Shields? Marauder Shields? Yeah, the last enemy that you fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. You Marauder Shields. up and
0: just boom. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you shoot him in the head. The slow motion shooting stuff. as he's yeah, yeah. running towards you. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. And uh, it was good the first time I did it and then I had to do it again. And I'm like, okay, now this is just tedious. And so I'm going to watch YouTube yes. first, the ending. Yes, yes. Uh, but I went through – And that
1: – Bit yeah. Where you're wounded and you're walking so slowly. Oh, it's just. Oh, come on, we got it. He's wounded and he's walking slowly. Yeah. Don't make us do it for two and a half minutes. It was a long
0: time. It was I've, a very long time. Yeah, so I went through, did it once, went through all the elusive man chat and stuff, which you can't skip past. Right. You can't yeah. space bar past it or anything. You've got to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. And then I was walking away and I'm like, I think you can shoot the kid or something like that with this one. I turned around and shot him and he go. the catalyst goes, oh. Cycle continues, and then it ends, and then you have a fail ending. Oh, really? Yeah, sort of thing. So can I spoil it? Oh, uh, yeah, spoil yeah. it. So, um, a spoiler alert, if you want to, If you haven't played it yet or want to go watch it. go. La- um, put your fingers in your ears and go la-la-la-la-la for the next two minutes. Yeah. Um, it cuts to uh, a beacon on a planet that's all just grassland and stuff. It's just this little beacon sitting yep. there, kind of reminiscent of... Um, of The Prothean beacon, beacon. But yep. obviously very Mass Effect style yeah, beacon, yep. like this generation's one. And it goes underneath and then a, po- a hologram of uh, Liara Tassoni pops up and it's all like Broker like screens behind you and machinery and stuff and her hologram image is all like janky like um, like yeah, Protheans yeah, were. Yeah. And she goes this is a repository of all our knowledge from our fight with the Rebels. Oh, how
1: awesome is that? You know, I'm doing that. It,
0: it, it, it I'm going and doing that just so I can see that. See that? Yeah, yeah. It, de- it feels like you...
1: It's an homage be- to Mass Effect 1. Yeah. What was that VI called? Oh, In I Mass, Mass Effect remember. 1 that was all janky and...
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly who
1: you mean, but I can't yeah. remember his and name. I just had
0: that... I, I could feel like, oh, I could be playing... The, I, yeah, it definitely it felt like... Oh, I don't know. I'm reminisce of that, that same sort of thing, like, who were the... Who are these Asaris? What the hell is on yeah, the yeah. with their head? You know, you could just see that whole thing going, yeah. what happened in the past? Like, I know what happened in the past. I was there. I lived it. Yeah, I lived it. So that was great. Um, and then, like, he cuts to the the final scene of the older person and the younger person oh, on the planet. Yeah, yeah. That same scene, but then yeah, the dialogue's different, it's like, uh, did all that really happen? It's like, yes, we got all our knowledge about the Reapers from the from the from, from the cache, you know, the archive. From down the
1: sorry beacon.
0: Yeah. So that's like so apparently if you shoot him or if you can you actually can pick I refuse as yeah, one of the options. Yeah. yeah. And that's what happened. That's the ending you get. Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. That's, that's cool. That's actually cool. That was, that was, I didn't, that's the best so, ending of them all. I didn't expect it. And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. That's, and I got chills when I saw us pop up with that. So that was really good. The other ending movies um, were much better. It felt more like an explanation oh, of what happens. Like okay. You see the blood. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this without remembering. Now, I can't remember what I saw in the original. In it was England. red,
1: green, or blue.
0: Yeah, it's still the same thing, and there's, okay. there's still the same three choices. It just plays different movies afterwards, but you see you see the Normandy try to run out around the blast, and yep. the blast overtakes them, yep. and they crash on the planet, and yep. they'll, they'll get out at the yep. end. Or and three of them get out. Three yep. of them get out, depending on, I suppose, who Your you Your love interests, and yeah. who
1: you used most as a squad mate. I there's think a nice little
0: um, plaque.
1: Ah, at the end, we have all okay. the names of all
0: people who died, and, and my love interest walked up and put... The plaque on the wall for okay. my name. Yep. And the videos I watched, Garrus came up and did it for them. Okay. Yep. And then they had like different homages to different people as the, as they talked about the ending of okay. who died. So I think depending on who you killed in your story, okay. their faces pop up, people who've lost throughout the way, you know, whatnot. Um I'm and, gonna to look that up now. And just, you know, like the they had like ending scenes, they had fighting going on in all the planets, and as the beam would come along, either the red one came along or yeah, the, all the reapers. died. Yep. If the blue ones came along, they take off all yep. the green ones came along they take off and everyone would be green with all the yep. octatoos yep. going on and um, and green eyes and oh, tattoos. that's not mass effect that's something else <laughs> I think that's a commonwealth series by okay. Peter Hamilton. Um and then you get a little bit of what happened like Shepard narrates the one if you pick the, if you pick the control ending actually yep. that's probably the best ending okay. in terms of for the galaxy because in that one she takes control of it and she refers to herself in the third person, like the woman that yeah. I was yeah. before I became a this. A reaper. Yeah. A reaper, effectively. And then yeah. you see the reapers rebuilding the mass relays and helping our society rebuild itself. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. Whereas in the red one, you wipe out all technology. They didn't mention it, but if you wipe out a technological base of a, of a race that advance, people are going to starve. Yeah. Because the tractors aren't working no more. Yeah. You know? yeah. Even it would kill us to go back to the Stone Age again. Like, how yeah. would we... Be- Bad, but yeah. that's, the, that's the implications that I got from the conversation. Was you know, if you pick red, even you're full of synthetics. You know, yeah. like could you do without it?
2: Yeah,
0: and you know, the green one. I guess it might be the canon ending, but the green ending, you're kind of making a choice. of forcing everyone to be half synthetic, half biological yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah. in terms of keeping the status quo and having the kind of traditional, I defeat the bad guys with self sacrifice. The blue ending, is the, control is the is the best ending. Yeah, from what I saw on the videos and stuff, but it was good. It definitely. I mean, I can't, I can't separate out my feelings of the game now from with new endings based on what I experienced at the time and going right. through it all. But they certainly felt more satisfactory. If I would have seen that, I felt that that would have been a nice. In the first place. In the first place. Yeah. I, would have been, I still would have been pissed at the game because it, that wasn't the, bother, the ending wasn't bothering me. It was that final run up mission that didn't yeah. get my war resources. Yeah. I had a look at the Galactic War thing again as well, the interface for that. And it's just like, here are the things you've got, and then- Yeah, it. What, no, here's what they no, do.
1: This I, adds 55 to your galactic readiness. Yeah. This adds three to your galactic readiness. I'm like, yeah.
0: uh, this, And every time you come up from a mission, you're in that friggin' uh, Com-
1: Yeah, the your video quantum room, relay room.
0: Whatever, which yeah. is cool. Technology is up there, you walk through the thing, through there, back to that scanner again. Yeah. Um, and, you know-
1: That's a loading screen, that scanner.
0: I got a PC man. I don't need a loading yeah, screen. That's okay. a loading like, screen fun. for the console players. Yeah. So and I'm like, ah, oh, that's just and that's the disjointedness of it, you know. Yeah. Feel like at least with that with uh, number two and number one, you just you had you got told to go to the room and you yeah. walk in behind where you were and then you go to the yeah. room and and do it kind of thing. Yeah. So and and my biggest pet peeve, not my biggest pet peeve, one of my pet peeves, when the cutscenes. You don't wield your weapon that you're using. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I was rolling, as I said, with, um, with the submachine gun yeah. and the chakram launcher yeah. as my weapons. And I had, I customized my armor because I was pl- playing with the armor thing to see how it all works. So I had red armor on. So in the cutscene, um, yeah, uh, I think it was the one where you go help Jacob out and you go do his thing and, and fight Cerberus and rescue all those scientists. As you're running away into the shuttle, I've got my red armor on, I've got my shotgun launcher on my back, along with, along with the pistol. Oh, wow, okay, yeah. And I've got the bloody Avenger first yeah, yeah, yeah. weapon that you get yeah, in yeah, my hand. And I'm like, you rendered, this cutscene cutscene's rendered in the game Yep. because it's got my stuff on it, yep. so it's not a pre-rendered cutscene, Yep. and yet you give me you, a weapon Yeah, that you
1: didn't write the right, yeah, put the right weapon well, in my I'm hands. What about my thing? Like, yeah.
0: you get, I've got two weapons. Either one would be fine. Yep. Why... Yep. Am I holding? And it's such an ugly weapon it is. as well. Yeah, you know? it like, is. Like, seriously, I was like, ah, oh, you just. Nothing screams like laziness than just shoving the same weapon on all the characters as, as you do your cutscenes and stuff. Like, that's just darker polish. Yeah. That we talk about. So, yeah. I mean, went from, I think, one had some mixture of both cutscenes in it as well, some in game and some rendered footage yep. ones. Number two, at least, mostly, I remember number two had in-game cutscenes and they yep. all had the, so they had weapons the right and weapons yeah but uh, and this was a bit of a mix i think as well but it was in-game stuff because i had the right armor on and stuff and
1: the lip syncing looked
0: much better in mass effect 3 so you didn't know actually that. looked like yeah. they were talking, talking and saying the right words ah, yeah okay so maybe it must have been a, a just a getting better at it yeah. of, better mocap in mean, 10 years yeah god yeah, yeah it's yeah. Gonna be a bit better isn't it over that yeah. time uh, so yeah i think oh, okay dlc Right, for the game. I had a little look see on that. I already had all the number twos purchased, but Mm -hmm. I was on Origin. Um and if I wanted to buy I haven't played the Omega DLC number three. Yep.
1: You learn all sorts of new swear words playing that.
0: Oh excellent. (laughs) Um it's gotta bite with bioware points for a start, which is just stupid.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know why I gotta bite with bioware points. This is through the origin um, interface interface, you know thing guess how much it costs to get 1600 bioware points how much would you pay for the Omega dlc let's just see let's just see uh, if I'm, I'm being unreasonable or not like I, it's it's now uh two years since the game's been out yeah yeah so um, i think i've paid seven dollars for it you paid seven dollars for it maybe
1: twelve dollars really. i'm a tight ass
0: i don't pay much more than that for dlc yeah well 24 what yep no way. You can't buy 1,600 BioWare points. You've got to buy either like whatever, 2,000 BioWare points, or yeah. you buy 1,400 BioWare points. So you can't even buy it by the, the price. right amount. But $24. And that I'm guessing that's probably US dollars as well. So. That's just. Ridiculous. Greedy. Maybe when it's, maybe for the first six
1: months or the first 12 months I after it's know, released.
0: $24, man. But like, then can it down
1: to three bucks after people have stopped playing the game.
0: They're giving away Mass Effect 2 at the moment. If you haven't got Mass Effect 2 already, I don't know why you listen to this podcast. Mass Effect 2, but if you do want to get it free on Origin, it's free right now. I mean, it might not be when this podcast comes out, but um, uh, it's so, worth,
1: worth playing too.
0: Yeah, so I, I didn't have it on. Uh, I had it on Steam, uh, Mass Effect 2, and then I went to open Origin up. Oh. That's Yeah, so all the DLC back then, because it's so old, I had to go to the website and try to download it manually to install yep. the DLC for Mass Effect 2 because it wasn't in the Steam interface or anything like that. Yep. And I popped open Origin, saw it was free in Origin, hit buy on Mass Effect 2 for free, had all the DLC on it. It just, came, oh, excellent. just installed everything yeah, for yeah. me. So I was like, I don't know whether that That's was part good. of my account at that There's point so or much. whatever. There's you a just, lot
1: of DLC for 2 as yeah, well. Yeah, just
0: download it, install it, boom, ready to go. And in Mass Effect 3, for the DLC I did have, I just downloaded it, installed so it. So
1: what was the really DLC nice. for Mass Effect 3? There was Omega, there was the Party. Citadel. The Citadel, yeah, the Party. Um, was there another one? Uh, oh, Leviathan. Leviathan. Leviathan, yeah. which should have...
0: And there was a bunch of other weapon packs and things Yeah, I don't and count them things and as whatever. DLC. They're just but, yeah.
1: cosmetic stuff. I don't... I, I, I think particularly in, I found from the Mass Effect DLC, the story DLC was worth the money that I paid for it. Yes. I was never disappointed that I'd bought any of the story DLC.
0: No, no, I liked all of it. I played all the other ones. I only, only thing I haven't played was Omega, and yeah. now you know why I haven't played it. Yeah. Because yeah. I find that. It's not that, worth $24. Well, considering the new one's like 60 odd, sixty 60 dollars to pre-order or something like that. Is that okay? Yep. I'm not sure now. Got, but yeah. I feel like that's like a third of the price of yeah. the whole game. Yeah, like for you,
1: probably Five hours? And I dicked about a lot doing it.
0: Yeah. And I think i probably finish it in five hours. Yeah, not worth that. So maybe when they offer it for four dollar, bucks an hour, that's... That's pretty pricey. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying that it's not worth... Like, I think games are probably, you don't pay enough what they're actually worth. Yes, for how much, for
1: how much effort people, people put, put into, people them. into them.
0: You know, kind yes. of thing. But the market rate is definitely not that price. So that was just a, a greedy EA...
1: No, and, I mean. and the thing that really bugs me yeah. is the people that are the most loyal yeah. and buy the stuff early and first yeah. are the ones that get treated the worst because yeah. 12 months later there's a game of the year edition with all the dlc so built for the, less yeah. than you would have bought the original game for mm-hmm.
0: yeah you buy so a season pass that, I
1: really don't like that
0: no it's they've got I don't have a I don't have a problem with ex, with dlc expansion packs and stuff like that having getting more of the game that I love yes but they have got to work out a better way of
1: doing it they do yeah it's inequitable
0: it really is. and yeah
1: They should stop ruining your achievement completions as well. So PlayStation have done it really well. So that main game has an achievement completion, a Platinum Trophy. Oh, yeah. And then the DLC expansion packs have their own sequence. But Xbox, when they release a DLC, if you've got 100% completion in Mass Effect 2 and they release a new DLC, suddenly you don't have 100% completion in Mass Effect 2 anymore. That's uh, really annoying. That is really annoying, yeah. yeah. I can Fortunately, I like the story content so much that I bought the expansion packs and I completed them and I got 100%. Completion, Game man. completion, yep. achievement yep. back.
0: Excellent, but, excellent. Yes. No, that's a good point. Yeah, achievements and all that. I, I am an I've, achievement whore. Yeah, Probably a benefit. I don't with Origin. I Earth not even got achievements on that. I haven't even looked. I no, don't.
1: I strongly encourage you not to look. Don't <laughs> investigate like
0: it. You don't need to. Yes, you don't need to investigate. The only achievement it. stuff I've done is look on um, on Steam. Uh, look for like uh, like the rarest achievements you can get for some games so I can have on my on my profile. <laughs> <laughs> like only zero point two people have got this achievement. That's because it's like some obscure indie game, and it's like you know that's why no one's got yep. it kind of thing.
1: That's the achievement <laughs> I've got.
0: Yeah, that's one. only zero point two people have got it. Yes. Uh, excellent. Well, I mean, that's that's my thoughts. Um, I'm curious to hear what you think playing it backwards. That's a... Yeah. Why would you why you go backwards?
1: I don't know. Okay. I can't tell you why. Ah, sure. I, I, I probably can, actually, because I thought, and I may have mistakenly thought, that they put Mass Effect 1 and 2 into the backwards compatibility on Xbox One. Oh, okay. And so because my Xbox One... Controller, yeah. I'm now more used to it than my Xbox 360 controller. Yeah. I was going to play them on Xbox
2: One. Ah,
0: yes.
1: And then they were also going to force me to do a new game, and rah, 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 rah. I was going to convert myself to cloud saves. But I put the disc in and they went funny. They didn't work. So okay. I had my Mass Effect One disc in my Xbox One when I turned my Xbox One
0: off, ah.
1: which meant then when I turned on my Xbox 360, <laughs> I didn't have the Mass Effect One disc. So, I thought, all right, well, we're just going to play them backwards then.
0: So you had I had a problem with like Mass Effect and having any DLC and then not having a website to go and download the DLC anymore to get it from and you had disc problems and backwards compatibility. Yeah. Man, see, it's the problem being I play games, especially this DLC stuff. Is um, and actually that's a another little UI pet peeve from number two and three is that I've got to wait for the friggin' server yes, to contact yes, some network yes, before service. And you know, I understand you have to authorize it right, but if I've been authorized in the last ten days. Let me just load the game and then if you can't do it afterwards in the background, then boot me out of the game. Don't make me sit there and wait for 30 seconds to a minute while you go off and do your little checks to show me bullshit news that's now like 10 years out of date.
1: Do you want to know? what? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, do you want to know what's worse? Uh. It's playing Dragon Age 2. Yeah. And it says, um, there is the demo for Mass Effect 3 is now available. And there's an update for this game, oh, really? and the news is just so out of date. It's just yeah, it's crazy. Terrible, yeah. Maybe Mass Effect Two, maybe Mass Effect Two and Mass Effect Three. Yeah, but that that bugs me because I just recently bought the DLC for Dragon Age Two.
2: because oh, my great. Microsoft
1: points are going to expire, so I had to spend them on something. <laughs> I my so yeah, but it's exactly the same. You've got to load into the Origin service first, yeah. and then this seven-year-old, out-of-date news comes up, up, like it's the newest thing in sliced bread.
0: Third news, yeah. Whoa, you know, kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> It's um. I always I thought that stuff would have more in-game like content of what's going on. Yes, in your
1: play, in your playthrough. Yeah. Yeah, they could like, do a lot of stuff with that.
0: Yeah, not maybe it's but just an advertisement. Most importantly, portal. make the amount of time between when I start. This goes for all games across the board. By the time I click the icon started or, or whatever it is and what platform I'm playing on and the time it takes me to actually start killing things needs to be the shortest amount of time possible. Yes. It should be zero. Like if I could press the button and start playing, that's the way that's it should ideal. work, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Because I play, so I play Guild Wars 2 and Star Wars The Old Republic at the moment, two MMOs that I'm bouncing between. With, with Guild Wars 2, I can set it so that it remembers my security code, remembers my password. If I'm on the same IP address, it just goes, oh, you're already, you already logged in, you're already authenticated. Here, let me load the game for me and get you started straight away. It's just like one click and I'm in. With Star Wars, I've got to type my password in.
2: Yeah, i get my authentication
0: yeah. out. I've got to type my authentication yeah. out. Then I log in and then it's got to think about it. And then it goes, woo, I'm now ready to go. And then you've got to hit play and then we'll start a Then we be in the process of loading the game. And it's like, yeah. I don't even want to play it because I've got to go through yeah, bullshit. Just spend I'm, seven mm. minutes trying to get here. Like, yeah. guys, you need to, I don't want to see the logos. I don't care who made it. I'm sorry, but I do not care who made it. I don't <laughs> care
1: who produced it. Like, I care the first time.
0: That's it. I do actually care the okay, first the time. The first time, yes, I do care the first time. After yeah. that, I don't care. No. I need to go from where I am, and like uh, I think uh, GTA V does this actually a little bit better. Where it, it it takes a long time to load into the game because it's a big game. That's fine, but you launch it. Apart from this, yeah, okay, you have got the Rockstar Social Club crap come up sometimes. Yeah, but it does. There's no menu. There's no like resume game. It yeah. just resumes, it just the, resumes game.
1: the game. You've loaded it so up because you want to play it again
0: oh, my God, who to have funk it, eh? You know, and if I want to change to a different save or whatever. Then
1: you go into the menu from inside the game. Which is so
0: much rarer than yeah. me not wanting to hit go uh, and, and hit, resume. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. You know, like, that could shorten that. Everyone, shorten that shit down. Yeah. Yes, yes. But sorry, go on. I mean, you went through your reverse playthrough because you couldn't get the disc out of your Xbox. Well, I
1: could get it out, but then it required me to turn the Xbox One back on to eject the disc and then turn the Xbox One back off, which would mean I have to change the input on my television screen
0: Ah, uh, and that's all too hard. Yeah, it's Car- all too hard. So I played three first and first. played it backwards. Oh, it's still an interesting way to do it though. It gave you a different perspective on the way the mechanics digress through the games yeah. and the way that the voice acting, picked you picked that up. I didn't notice that at all.
1: Oh, what was really weird mm. is um, having the same voice on a different face because I'd done some different characters oh, in the previous ones. Yeah,
0: okay. Yep, so for yep. my different
1: classes I choose a different character, so I give them ah, a different face. That's interesting. And so uh, I'd gone from Mass Effect three with the standard yep. female Shepherd to Mass Effect two with yep. a
0: blonde, blue eyed, skinny faced. Ah, oh no, oh, oh, it's the same voice but it's the wrong God. face. Yeah, no, see I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I, my my all my all my shepherds, uh, maybe apart from one, are all female. And yeah. they're all the red haired, green eyed, yeah. you know and I I know they've got lots of other models and I really appreciate it there. But for me I just that's, yeah, yeah, that's you know, the iconic. Couldn't get over it, you know. I, like I, you know icon- I spent so much time looking at that face and stuff, yeah. you know. And, yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah, probably
1: yeah. going to forget to mention this next week. Yeah. But what do you think of the iconic Rider twins? Have you seen? So for Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. The Rider twins are the main characters. Okay. And I.
0: No, I probably put it out there though. I haven't. I am one of the people where if I know I'm going to buy it or going to watch the movie, you don't look I at don't it. consume anything else because yeah. I'm like, I already know that I'm going to do it so I don't need any more convincing. Yeah, But anyway. Like, so I no, just I don't, I don't
1: think they look as good. But my point no, was don't I don't good. think they look as good oh, as the iconic Shepherd, Okay, which is interesting because yeah. they can probably do a lot more with face design and stuff Stuff like now.
0: that. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if that's more to encourage you to get in there and do your own. Yeah,
1: make your own face sort of thing, maybe. And, and they may change them. They may not be final.
0: I don't know. Oh, that's a good point. They often do go back and really fine-tune all that stuff before they get the the final game out. Mm.
1: And Yeah, that that was one of the things, talking about surprises, we said last week what surprises about Mass Effect. Yeah. I was surprised how close Mass Effect 1, the way people looked, compared to Mass Effect 3. Yeah. So ten. it was 2007 and 2012. So that's five years between the three games, and they actually kept the look really coherent.
0: Even though the engine got better. And, yeah, you know, sort of, treat. and there
1: were some imp- some minor improvements.
0: Yeah, but they still kept the look pretty coherent. Still knew who they were by looking at them. Yeah. I think if anything, um, I think Shepard changed the most in the third one. She looked, you could, I think they made a new face for her in yes. number three. Like if yeah. you could go back and pick the old Shepard look, still yes. from the menu, if I remember correctly, yes. oh, and yeah, um, that's one. what I did. Yeah, I started. eyes. Yeah. Out. I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, she not Shepard. like a sister or something, maybe or whatnot. <laughs> you know, yeah. So that was that was really nice So they definitely kept it. And like the aesthetic for all three games, all well they got nicer and they got more.
1: Yeah, they kept the
0: Normandy it. looks like the Normandy. It's got the same kind of yeah. stuff there. It feels familiar, you know. The it's con- the the um, the aesthetics are consistent. Um, across the games the allied stuff looks the same the Asari stuff always has their own look to it and stuff that's really nice
1: and the best line
2: yeah
0: in
1: all the Mass Effect series uh, yeah, okay. is when you rescue Javik the Prothean hmm. and you go and talk to a Salarian and he just says an aside they used to lick their eyes you
0: know just <laughs> <That's laughs> right, so that's out of left field yep yep <laughs> but I knew these guys when they were yep. frogs Womp, in a swamp, swamp. That's so funny, yeah. That's
1: very cool. He was such an
0: arrogant prick. Rick, he was, they but he
1: had some very funny comments. Yeah,
0: yeah. I liked, I liked that how the Protheans weren't. Uh, I guess in my mind, I was like Galactic like the Civilization. They yeah, they're
1: peaceful really, and friendly, you know, and
0: you know, no, no, they were just conquerors. They, they were actually all the warmongers, and yeah. Stuff, you know, and like, they were totalitarian. Yeah, you will yeah. do things our way, or yeah. we will destroy you. You peace as long as you fit in the mold. Very kind of. Maybe Roman esque or maybe um, Mongolian horde kind of thing. Like if if you're a Mongol, then you're safe, you're in the thing. If you're not, you're not one of us, therefore you're in trouble. Exactly, you know, kind of thing. So that was great, having that not be.
1: Know what you thought it was thought going it to be, be because yeah. Liara is so enamored with the I know. She talks him up so much.
0: Yeah, really I love how he's like, he's sort of like, ah, oh, you worship us. Oh, you're so weird. Go away, Liara. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of to creep me out, girl. <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of thing. I dug that as well. That was really good. Again, so like the characters are great, all three. The banter's good. I love the way the, the characters interact the with each other yep. and stuff. Um, yep. I, Outstanding. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. Yeah,
1: really love. engaging. And that's the bit that kept the RPG feel for me yes so that was speaking of the rpg stuff that segues nicely into the level up mechanics between the three different games different
0: games there yeah because they're all um my two and three are fairly similar similar. but one
1: is very different Different. yeah Yeah. like
0: with most things they definitely changed it up uh i yeah no I, i i i don't like having points that i can't use because I don't have enough points yet to unlock yeah, the level. Thing. I've got I three really
1: points ha- left over, and I need to, a minimum of four oh, to buy this upgrade. I Hate
0: that. Yeah. And I, I know why they do it. I just don't like it, and I don't know. I don't know how you make it better. I think number one was better like that because you had at least you could put little points and get little upgrades, and then you could work yes. towards that big reward on the fifth point. Yes. So at least it felt like I wasn't. I was making progression. I didn't have just three points in you the could end always
1: spend me. a single point in number one you could yes. always spend a single point
0: yeah so in that respect I think I like the way they did the points in number one yes but I think overall though, I like the way number two and then three kind of worked It's a bit more simplified and just you know yeah kind of thing what did you? what was your well I like the fact that
1: I could spend every single point yeah, in number I, one
0: I think they could have Simplified number one and kept spelling out all the points. Yeah. I hate saving up five points to upgrade a thing and then you wait for five levels to get one upgrade and then you go another five levels because invariably you've spent them all and upgrade them all like one, two, three. Yeah, one at a time. Because you don't want to waste any points. I've I've leveled up. I want to.
1: Well, and they did that well in the Mass Effect 1 as well. Yeah. If you were level four, you could only invest four points in one skill. So even if you had six to spend, because you're only level four, you can only invest four points in the skill. Yeah. Yeah. So they did that quite well along the tree. So it kept it, kept the pacing up and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So you would always have multiple abilities, but I did find that mm-hmm. you could have so many powers that you had to keep going onto that power menu.
0: Yeah, to, get to unlock more. your
1: powers. Yep. So I kind of liked the reduced number of powers. I didn't have and too just many. Just map them to the left and right bumper and I the played. Y button.
0: Yeah, I had that much of a problem because I got a PC. You can have at least five. Okay, it mapped that was it any really time. easy. So it yeah. wasn't. There were was still ones that were out like six and seven. Like, I mostly kept that for, like, the healing ones and stuff. But yeah. I didn't find that was too much. Having too many powers wasn't yeah, necessarily it wasn't an such issue. an issue. Okay. Yeah. I more got annoyed because they they were all on a global cooldown. So I couldn't use yes. one than the other one, which yes. is more of an MMO And they're not on thing.
1: a global cooldown in Mass Effect 1. They're oh, all on individual, individual cooldowns. Cool yeah. So you can mm. actually fling powers. Bing, bing, bing. I did
0: think they were more... More powerful. I had a bit of a delay between I played number one and then two and three. I played yeah. really close together. So that was probably silly. Yeah. Probably
1: no, they were, on, yeah. they were on. They were on. On individual uh, cooldowns. Okay. And in fact, there was the one ability that I think the soldiers had where you could instantly refresh all your cooldowns. Mm. So you could use each ability once, then use that one ability, then use all
0: mm. your abilities again. To be fair, though, I didn't notice it number three because you had that, that ability to make your cooldowns go lower if you wanted to with the, with the weapon. Yeah, with faster. Yeah. Faster so I was
1: I was oh. always running around with two hundred percent. Power cooldowns. So, yeah, yeah, just for the middle I had like again. three seconds. I had to wait for most yeah, times. Yeah, so you
0: always just throwing them. Yeah. Yeah, which is fine. Number two I felt was so – like I was always – Yeah, shockwave.
1: Yeah. Waiting. Bing, 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 bing. Okay. Now I want to do something. Oh, my cooldown thing is going so really slowly slow, into the middle.
2: Oh, so slow.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed my playthroughs overall though. Again, I um, wish I had more time to go through and play – uh, more in number 3 because I haven't played a lot of that even if this, maybe the story isn't and the Galactic War stuff isn't so good yep. I enjoyed I enjoyed the act of actually playing, playing combat it. in number 3 yeah. more than the other ones and I like the yeah. story and the world more in number 2 yep. and I think number 3 suffers just from the, the time period it's set in it's set in the, in the middle of war you're not going to have those yeah. peaceful encounters and yeah. you can't do the same and
1: discovery combat. The discovery yeah. aspect—it's all just pumped. You're, you're yeah. on, a, on a race yeah, you the racing. You got to go rescue
0: these people. You got to go rescue these people. Maybe that's why the story isn't as good because that kind of thing doesn't lend itself to no. amazing. Yeah. Maybe that's just—it's a, a nastier story. Yeah, you know. So yeah. maybe that's why the it felt it definitely felt more, more, more dark overall. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, everyone's always dying. People are always dying, losing people, ships yes. are dying, you know, and yes. stuff, and yeah. Uh. Very cool at the end, though. I don't know if they have changed it or if I've just got a better video card now, but the ending scene where you're with the Catalyst, looking out on the battle for Earth, and sort of thing, you're looking out at the deck and all the ships are fighting It looked awesome. Yeah, yeah, that looked so pretty good. Cool. Yeah, it did yeah. look good. Even even before that, when you when the Citadel's still all closed up and you go into where the, where the elusive man and Anderson are waiting for yep. you, and you can see all the all the street and grid lines and stuff for the Citadel and all that, that looks super cool as yeah. well. I love that. I, can't, I just want to go in the Citadel and just roam around the streets of the Citadel. Seriously. That's, yeah. I just want to run around in it. I know it's not, not possible. We can't be down because it's like no. going to render like a million square miles yeah. Of, yeah. of land yep. or something. But I just really maybe want to jump in there and just see what's going on in this random place in the city. Yeah, you and you look up bit. and
1: there's another arm.
0: Yeah, like, oh my God, all those streets and cities and buildings and stores yeah. and people's lives it's and enormous. restaurants and things. Yeah. I just want to explore. Please, it's can enormous. I explore more?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you've got these three locations that you can go to. Yeah,
0: damn it. You know, you get a little bit of that. You get to go in the wards in number two, at least uh, yeah. out of the, citad- the presidium, Yeah. The, the grungy kind of stuff in it. But, uh, you know, yeah, not not that free roaming adventure, yeah, which you get less and less of in Mass Effect three as well. There's less yes, of that. More kind of in, on rails. More on rails. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's well, that's my thoughts on three games. What more yep. what, what thoughts do you have, Tony? So uh, I just basically summed up. Mass Effect one felt like a
1: role playing game.
0: Definitely. Mass Effect
1: two like felt like an action role playing hybrid. Yep. And Mass Effect three felt like an action game. Yes, just from the brief bits, except for the stuff we discussed. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked, I enjoyed all three of them again. Yep. And in fact, I didn't regret the time investment that I put in not. any of them.
0: No, definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely, I, yeah, could definitely have found more time. If I could have found more time, I would have spent more yeah, time Yeah. So
1: it has definitely jazzed me up quite nicely for Mass Effect. Andromeda. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. I'm, I'm so hoping that we get Mass Effect Two World Story kind of stuff with that Mass Effect Three. Um, combat system yeah. kind of thing yep. and maybe with a little bit polish on the, yeah more polish please yeah. please yep. god give me more polish yep. on the game if I'm going to play a triple A game it needs to be polished AAA. So save the rough edge stuff for the indie Indies. games and stuff yep. you know where that's fine because there's one guy doing it or a couple of guys but you, you can't put a triple game without polishing it up don't do it in patches afterwards yeah take the extra time yeah you got enough money
1: yeah
0: please yep.
1: <laughs> So that segues nicely into the next podcast where we're going to talk about what we're hoping to get from Mass Effect Andromeda.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go through and watch all the videos and read all the blog posts and just immerse myself in Andromeda and then see what they're talking about. Because you said they've started open the floodgates on, on actually releasing information. I have been. That it's There's like, lots of info. Because they are probably finished making it now. Yeah. Like by this stage, they'd have to have had it. Ready to go? Probably working all that day one DLC now. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. To ship with the discs. <laughs> yes, yep.
0: yes. Already on the discs. It's Wait, just locked behind the a DLC packaging.
1: Will you even get a disc? Oh, probably not. No, I will because I've got it on uh, console. console. Yeah, they'll yeah. give me disc today. Okay, but they'll give me a disc and I put it into the console.
0: And it says that's a ten gigabyte download to so download. Yeah, you uh, uh, yeah, pretty much. I guess you get several download all those raw audio files. I guess, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to checking it all out and seeing it. Can we talk yeah, more on that? Thanks, Carl. Yes,
2: indeed.
1: Uh, in the indomitable words of the Volus this week, <laughs> perhaps the Earth Clan has some value after all. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favourite podcast on the internet.